SuperSource is the answer to your dish machine and chemical needs in your restaurant. They've got zero minimums and zero contracts, so they have to earn your business every single week. Zero minimums. Zero. They're not going to make you sign a five-year contract, even if you lease the dish machine from them. It's amazing. Jason Ellis is a hard-working man, and he is here to help save you money, increase the cleanliness of your dishes, and provide the best service in Nashville. So check them out. Go to our website at NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com. Click the Sponsors tab. Find the link for SuperSource, and if you sign up there, you will get three free months of dish machine rentals right now. You can also check them out at SuperSource.com, or you can call Jason Ellis directly at 770-337-1143. Okay, so here's the thing. It's impossible to find a linen company who you can trust, who you like, who uh, you'd recommend And if you're a restaurant right now and you're looking for that company, you're unhappy with who you're currently using, and you want to start sourcing out, but you're waiting for recommendations, right now is your lucky day. Cytex is a third-generation, family-owned and operated linen, mats, and uniform company. They really are the good guys in the linen business. They're transparent with their pricing, they have incredible quality, and their service is second to none. Check them out at cytex-corp.com or give Ross Chandler a call at 270-823-2468. When talking about what chefs want, really the question is, how do they do it? No fees, no fuel charges, no surcharges, never. This allows you to order as much or as little as you need, as often as you need. Seven-day delivery, access products every day, Trimming your waste, increasing your valuable shelf life, and allowing you fresher product. 24-7 customer support. Call, text, chat, email, anytime, from anywhere. Uh, They take a team approach to serving you at 800-600-8510 or whatchefswant.com. They have very very diverse product lines, so their chefs have access to thousands of items across many different categories that allow them to receive fresh products daily. This type of flexibility helps chefs with the ability to offer and test new menu items with ease. They have hundreds of trucks on the road every day to reach their vast market. Their focus is tight urban areas where groups of restaurants and chefs are located. Additionally, they have trucks from coast to coast bringing products to farms and artisans across the globe. You can order through your phone app or online. They truly are what chefs want. Check them out at whatchefswant.com. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to the Influencer's Guide to the Best of Nashville 2021 Nashville Scene episode. This is not sponsored by the Nashville Scene. It really it, it has a loose affiliation with the Nashville Scene, only because they host the Best of Nashville. And the idea here is I went to go post my votes, because I love voting in this, because I love voting for my friends in the, in the best restaurants here in town and the best podcast in town, which... I mean, I think is ours, but I'm biased. <laughs> so I'm curious to ask people today what their favorite podcast is. I love being turned on a new podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you know of a really cool local Nashville podcast, 
let us know. Let's talk about it here today. Also, Jen Ichikawa here, right here with me. Hi. Jen is going to be manning the computer. She's going to be manning all of the comments. So if you're on there, give us a comment. Let us know that you're here. Say hi. We would love to uh, have you come in our comments. So what we're going to do today is we're going to bring on your biggest influencers in the city, and they're going to tell us their favorite stuff. So if you don't know who Nashville food fan is, you're going to get to meet Kate Davis today. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who the Moody Foodie is, we're all going to meet the Moody Foodie. If you don't know who Wicked Tasty is, mm -hmm. Nashville House Mom, yes, we've got it. We've got a pretty fun show today. Yeah, it's a good lineup. Yeah. Uh, first off, we're going to jump right into the episode with a good friend of ours who is doing a big pop up this weekend. And I wanted to get his take on this. Nathan Gifford of Gifford's Bacon is right here. There he is. Nathan, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Well, it's an honor. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, man. So this is uh, this is exciting. We were talking about the best of Nashville and your favorite things. And I was just talking to you on the other day about what you've got going on. Why don't we tell our listeners about your sandwich pop-up this Saturday? I am super stoked. This is like a project that I've been thinking about for a long time, and I am very, very excited to get going. Uh, so we are, up, this is my new venture. My new baby is called the People's Champ. Uh, it's a sandwich pop-up. It starts this Saturday. We're going to be slinging one of my favorite uh, sandwiches starting at 1030 to 330 at the bacon shop at the bacon compound in East Nashville. So I'm super stoked. It's our, it's our first day. So if you want to be a part of the first day of, of the people's champ, this Saturday is your chance to do that. So tell us how this got going. I mean, you're, you're one of those people. I love your spontaneity because you're the bacon man. And then you just like wake up one day and go, Hey, I'm going to invite a bunch of people out to the bacon shop. We're going to throw a party. We're going to sell bacon. We're going to make pate. And then we're going to bring our friends Eastside Bon Me out. They're going to make some stuff. We're going to give you free beer. Let's just have a party. And then you do that and it just takes off. And now you say, it's Saturday. I want to do a sandwich pop-up. I've got a new thing called the People's Champ. Yep. How does this begin? How did you get this idea? Well, I tell you, it, it actually started 20 five years ago. I don't know if your your reader or your listeners or your viewers uh, can see this. Let me see. Yeah. So there is, there is a, Oh, there she is. Yeah. I can't, I don't know the, the way to do it. Here, um, I'm going to put you this way and make you a screen really big. Yeah. So um, there's a woman yeah, eating a sandwich. There's a, a, there's a devil girl eating a sandwich and there's a Duke's mayonnaise it's actually, it's actually another. Uh, it, it's Duke's mayonnaise, uh, tomato, lettuce, like all your that. Hat. Like, like Duke's mayonnaise, the hat. Um, so one could say that I would this this project started 25 years ago with my love of sandwiches so much that I got one tattooed on me. So you can almost make the assumption that I'm kind of from the future. Uh, and I'm traveling today. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and so I just, but in all seriousness, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, you know, who doesn't love a good sandwich? And so 
with the, uh, you know, with bacon, I love making bacon and obviously it's a dream job and I can't believe all the great things that are happening to me because of the bacon company. Uh, when you make bacon, you strive to do the same. You want the conditions and the product to be the same every day, right? You, that's what you're really shooting for. So you're, you're really just trying the consistency of making bacon day after day. Um, so we, we kind of, um, we entertain ourselves by making different sandwiches at the shop all the time or making, you know, lunch for ourselves all the time. And it was kind of born out of that. Just, you know, I, I think that people would like these sandwiches and uh, we're going to give it a whirl. So um, the people's champ was born and Saturday, this Saturday, we're going to give it a whirl. Yeah, that's it. That's so it, it, it does seem spontaneous. However, the sandwiches have been on my mind for a very long time. Yeah. Well, well Nathan, uh, 10.30 to 3.30? Is that what time you said? 10.30 to 3.30 or until we sell out. Oh, here's the other thing, man. I'm making – it's just start this thing together in the parking lot of the, of the bacon shop. We're going to make 50 sandwiches, and then I'm calling it a day because I frankly don't want to work that hard. Um, yeah, our buddy Rick Carr says, "Where did you get your start? Where did <laughs> you know Rick? I, get, I started in my garage, Rick. Uh, <laughs> but then, very shortly afterwards, uh, after we got going, I went into Nick's Barbecue. Uh, they were kind enough to <laughs> allow me to make bacon at their USDA facility, and so Rick Carr and Rick Moore really were instrumental." in the beginning uh, chapters of Gifford's Bacon. Yeah. Well, so Nathan, thank you so much for joining, showing up. Today's show is called The Influencer's Guide to the Best of Nashville. Yep. This is a tough, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot right now because mm -hmm. you got a lot of friends out there. I wanna know what your favorites are. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna jump in. We got a bunch of categories. I'm gonna ask you a few questions. You can answer them truthfully or politically we prefer truthfully. Yeah, I'm not very uh, versed in politics, so uh, I probably will probably just be honest. Yeah. All right. Best barbecue. Barbecue. Best barbecue in Nashville. Who are you voting for? Hmm. Well, I'll start by saying this: uh, Nashville is home to my favorite chefs in the world. It is my favorite city in the world. I think everybody does a really great job. I politics. <laughs> no, political statement no, here. It is, man. I think everybody. You know, it's just it's a big city, but it's a small community, and we're all just kind of looking out for each other. You know what I'm most excited about, though? Uh, bacon. I'm most <laughs> excited about this bacon company and the sandwich company. No, um, I'm excited about all the pop-ups that happen around town. And there is one that I haven't, admittedly haven't tried yet, but I really am very excited to try. It's uh, at the Patterson House. It's a pop-up called Kisser. Kisser. We went. How was it? Was it good? It was awesome. It was very cool. Japanese yeah. barbecue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's one that I want to try that I, every Sunday I try to get to and then I have to, something pops up, but. Uh, Unintended. No yeah, um, <laughs> Very I'm, nice. I'm gonna make it soon. And uh, my boy down the street, I gotta represent East Nashville with uh, uh, with Bill 
at Shotgun Willie's being uh, came, coming from Texas to Nashville. I'm very uh, uh, um, sort of play favorites to Texas barbecue and Bill over at Shotgun Willie's does a great job, but also, you know, I mean, so there you go. I love their. Brisket. All right. So best yeah. barbecue is to Shotgun Willie's. What about best brunch? Do you have a, can you, can you throw your name brunch? in for best brunch? Uh, you know, that's a tough one. Uh, cause you know, I love brunch. Uh, I don't like working brunch. I used to work brunch. I was a chef and I worked, uh, I worked 174 brunches in a row without a day off. Where'd you do uh, that? At various restaurants throughout my life. But, uh, which one would you say is the best? Uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a particular fan of, uh, of that's tough. See, I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, I know it's okay. I like the Marsh House's brunch a lot, mm, and that is a good uh, one. yeah, that's a good one. Um, All right, so we're gonna pick the Marsh House. If you haven't been to the Marsh House, you need to check it out. Best hamburger. Butcher and yeah. Butcher and oh, beef. that's the one. That's the one I got in trouble for. So okay, when when Giffords Bacon was taking off. You know, I would be on social media and I would before the bacon company, I could literally say anything and nobody cared. Right. I don't know if people care that much right now, but what I the day I found out words mean something on social media is when I was at a pop up and I was eating a hamburger. And honestly, I can't remember the name of the pop up because it was so long ago. But I was like, this is the best hamburger I ever ate. And so I went directly to social media and said, this is the best hamburger I ever ate. And if you don't come here, every other hamburger is terrible compared to this hamburger. And then I had 75 people text me immediately and say, hey, man, carry your bacon on a hamburger. And like, what are you doing? And so I immediately took that down so that I don't mind giving out, uh, you know, recommendations. But the hamburgers uh, still is a little bit painful. So when I hear the best hamburger, listen, they're all good. Just listen. I'll what tell you was, I want to know. Like, and you can tell me which restaurant that is. I love a good smash burger, like a flat top smash it. Like I don't is like you babies. Dude, I got to tell you, I went to Hugh babies two days ago and I'm supposed to stay off the cheeseburgers a little bit. But I snuck in there real quick and had a cheeseburger with those little stringy French fries, and it was so good. And you know what? I'll say you, babies, because they don't even carry my bacon. So there, there's that. So you can't say nothing. You can't say All nothing because right. they don't even carry my bacon. They Nathan, I've got to say, um, Dan Burkhardt, who will be on the show in just a little bit, uh, said Kisser will be at the East Nashville Farmer's Market next Tuesday. So if you can't make it to the Patterson House, Kisser will be at the East Nashville oh, Farmer's Market know. next Tuesday. Good to know. I will probably be there. There you go. And if you're watching right now, we would love to hear your comments. So as we go through these, as we're asking what the best of these are, if you have your favorites, feel free to jump in the comments. Jenny Chikawa is right here. She is on the comments. She's going to be messaging you back, putting them up on the screen. We want to give you the shout outs. We're trying to inform the general public, anybody who hasn't been able to go eat all these places, where the best in Nashville is right now. All right, Nathan Gifford, I'm going to put Yo. you on the hot seat. I got five places 
You're going to know three of them. I am. Best chef. (laughs) (laughs) I should never have came on here, man. (laughs) Dip in the bacon sales for sure. Best chef, huh? Best chef. Give me me, uh, three chefs. You don't have to give me the best chef. Give me three chefs who you think are amazing that could be potentially a best chef candidate. Okay, that's better. That's so I, I, I immediately I got him. I got Chris Calder, right, from Beginner's Luck pop-up. He was okay. uh, Deacon's New South chef, and then he left there to start his own business, which is phenomenal. Uh, I would take care of my bacon, but I'm telling you, even if they didn't carry my bacon, I would be like, dude, you should go either. Because I'm not that guy anyway, man, right? I'm not going to be like, you should eat there. And they're like, coincidentally, all they all these places carry my bacon. Most of half of them don't. They should, but, you know, whatever. Um, beginner's luck is pretty sweet. Uh, Chris Calder, great chef. You know what I like about him? He's young, but he's got it together. And he's like early 20s still. And he's just feels seasoned. He feels like he's going to be a great uh, he's gonna set it on fire. Um, um, he's gonna come on the show. I just messaged them the other day. He's yeah. gonna come on the show. Probably gonna be on our first episode of the Roundup, which hopefully will be coming at you real soon. I'll start promoting that next week if we can get it on there next week. The um, we're really excited about beginners. Oh. Love it. So three chefs. So I'm gonna say this next chef, and people are gonna be like, "Of course, that's what you said," but not for the reasons probably that people are gonna think. Well, you, you know what I'm going to say? I'm guessing. Go ahead. Okay. So, Sean Brock. Okay. Now, obviously, right? <laughs> obviously. But I'm not saying Sean Brock because oh, I need to be associated with Sean Brock. You know what, man? You know what? I've gotten to know Sean a little bit more. Sorry. My bad. I'm professional. Uh, I've gotten to know Sean a little bit more over the past year. And I got to tell you, man. He's just a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's really talented. And people sometimes when they get on Netflix and they get this and they get that, you get that, and then you go hang out with them and you're like, you're not that good. You just got a good whatever or whatever. He's he's legit that good. He's legit that good. And he's legit a nice guy. And he deserves everything that good that happens to him. So put me down. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm I'm a fan of him as a person. I think you're. I think you're going to hear a lot more of that when our next guest, Nashville food fan, comes on. Uh, I saw her post about the Continentals and the best meal she's ever had. I know we're going to get into that. We have two more minutes with you, Nathan, and then we're going to jump in with Miss Kate Davis. Who's your third chef? Well, I mean, um, I don't know, man. I always give Brian Weaver a shout out because you know why I like Brian <laughs> Weaver is because he could be in the weeds at six o'clock on a Friday night and that dude doesn't get above a whisper and he always will take time to come talk to you for a second. He's so polite. Uh, it's a toss up between him and Baxter at the catbird seat because Baxter has the same attitude. Baxter's the same guy. Like they're just so calm. And I'm like, dude, why aren't you freaking out? And they're like, <laughs> you know, like super him and Baxter, Brian Weaver and Baxter, let me tell you, it could possibly be one of the calmest conversations that ever happened. I said that about Josh Habiger before because he's he's probably my vote. Josh Habiger. Yeah. Well, you're supposed Josh to hold on to your vote until the end. 
Yeah, so they're cut off. They're cut from the same club, probably. They're very mm -hmm. controlled and very calm, and that's pretty cool because I'm not so much. All right. So, <laughs> last question: best restaurant. You can give a top three again if you like, but best restaurant. Uh, uh, let me think here for a second. I don't know. That's tough because they're they're all really good in their own ways. But I mean, you, you, there are bad restaurants. Listen, <laughs> I'm huh? not trying to be an asshole, but there are bad restaurants. There are bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. People give it their best shot. You know, I would yes. say uh, Shakey's Pizza. <laughs> Dude, Shakey's Pizza, yeah. Uh, Shakey's Pizza. Shakey's Pizza, Western Sizzlin'. Ryan's Steakhouse. I wish there was a Western Sizzlin' here so bad. Maybe there is, and I don't know about it. I don't All know. All right. Ryan's well, Nathan, we'll let you off the hot seat because we're going to go ahead and jump in with Miss Kate Davis. Nashville food fan is waiting in the wings. She's going to jump on at 420. Oh. Nathan Gifford is doing a sandwich pop-up. This Saturday at this Saturday. Bacon Barn, you should at go. That's a Bacon Barn. It's never been called a Bacon Barn before. <laughs> the Sowlin Temple, Giffords Bacon, Straightway Avenue in East Nashville, 1030 to 330. Come hang out with me. Peace. People champ. Adios. See you, buddy. <laughs> All right, Nathan Gifford, thank you for joining the show. Hey, look, there we are again. There we are. Thank you for watching. If you're watching out there, say word, say give us some heads up. Let us know you're there. What's up, Corey Coleman? So excited to see you, Jennifer Fuller, Matthew Harris. We got all kinds of amazing people watching. Get, we'd love to hear you uh, jump in. We'd like to hear your take. And now we're gonna bring in um, our one of our favorites. You you all know her. You love her. Nashville food fan, Miss Kate Davis. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. So I know you are like such a busy, busy person. You're moving around. If you guys don't know Kate Davis, um, she did a full episode with us on Nashville Restaurant Radio. I Maybe did. a little while back. I don't, I don't know exactly how long ago it was, but we had so much fun talking. We did. I could have, I mean, we could have talked for hours and hours and it was very much, I think, in the midst of the heat of uh, pandemic year one. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I feel like we're on pandemic year eight right now. But um, <laughs> uh, the, the fact that I we had that much to talk about in the food and drink realm when I had not been out and about in a very long time, uh, it really did m make me, you know, miss the days of uh, sort of being out and out willy nilly without having to think so much about it. So mm -hmm. I look forward to those times again. Well, and I know you've just recently, is it recently you've started a new job? Yes, I am now the chief. In addition to being a very part-time Instagrammer, I am a full-time uh, in the nonprofit world now. I'm working for the YWCA of Nashville and Middle Tennessee, which cool. uh, has nothing to do with the Y. MCA, which a lot of people think. Um, uh, we've been in Nashville for over 100 years, and we are a major provider of domestic violence services, as well as a number of other programs like Dress for Success here in Nashville and Girls Inc. Um, and it's it's an exciting new part of my career. So that's I'm awesome. Thrilled. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really good about going to work there every day. Yeah. I love that. that that's yeah. And I love hearing uh, Nathan Gifford set me up for some very friendly territory. Uh, <laughs> one of 
naming one of my best of Nashville picks, which of course you already guessed. Um, so I, yeah, I'm, well, I'm jump feeling, in. feeling yeah. like I'm in a safe space to, to share my favorites without judgment and. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you, so I saw you put on your Instagram not long ago that you had dinner at the continental and you said, this is the best meal I've ever had in my life. And I was like, it was. wow. It was, and it was the statement. most fun I've ever had. Uh, certainly the most fun at fine dining, but it might've just been the most entertained I've ever been by food. And I, my expectations could not have been higher. I mean, Sean, you know, Sean is my favorite chef in town. He's also a very, very close friend, which it's not fair to say that he's my favorite chef without saying how close of a friend he is. Cause it, it's true. It's, it's, I couldn't be more loyal to him as a person, but I also don't blow smoke. I mean, my favorite yeah. restaurant in town is City House. He mm. knows that. Everybody knows that. I get made fun of for it on Instagram all the time because, you know, my favorite meal at City House is probably the meal I measure all others up to. And I'm very um, unabashed about that. But Sean, what he's doing with food is just so, so wholly different than having your favorite comfort meal. I mean, it's like going to the theater and a restaurant and going on vacation. It's like getting on a plane and traveling somewhere because I've never experienced anything like it. And that's from the presentation to the flavors, to the story of how this chicken is like the most famous chicken that was ever bred in France and you can never have it. It's like every <laughs> bite that you have there, you, you just can't get anywhere else. And then of course to have Sean be the one sort of serving it to you and telling this story is really just to me, a very priceless experience that I can't believe we're lucky enough to have in Nashville. And then you add what Nathan was talking about. Like Sean is just, he's, he's just such a good guy and it could this kind of success like couldn't be happening to a nicer person and also couldn't be happening unless he was this nice of a person. Mm -hmm. um, the team that he's building is because of the person that he is and the and the sort of like above and beyond benefits that he gives to his staff and the culture that he's creating there, which is so in the face of sort of stereotypical chef culture. Um, and I just think that you can taste that in the food, truly. Like you can, you can feel it in the restaurant. You can taste it in the food. Like it's something different happening there. And and Audrey, which will open as soon as I'm sure it possibly can, will be no different. I mean, that's um, it's like all of even even Joyland. You know, you can feel sort of there's something different happening in the burgers over there. So yeah, for that reason alone, my first answer. Uh, is definitely that Sean would be my favorite chef. I will say Trevor Moran can get an honorable mention because I think Locust is very, very special. And I think all of his spaces have been very, very special. So I'm not, I'm, it's not Sean Brock or bust for me. I mean, I definitely have a lot of favorite chefs in town, but yeah, that's. So I imagine you'd say best chef, Sean Brock, best new restaurant. I'm sure you would say Continental, which would, Mm -hmm. probably it's like when two powerhouse movies come out at the same time. That's right. Yes. But I would like, tie it with locust because yeah, like, I want to say yeah. locust, but like one of them's got to win. Yeah. I'm going to say best chef, Sean, best new restaurant locust only because Ooh. continental continental is such a special experience. I'm probably going to get to go there once a year if I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. And I could, I mean, locust has so few items on the menu and yet I still could go there all the time and not get sick of it. So 
that's hard to do. And it's, it's just a much more accessible price point that I feel comfortable saying, like everybody should try locust. Everybody should be, I mean, that, that should be, even if it's your special occasion splurge, or if it's your sort of weeknight non-budget buster, it's both of those would be, I think, necessary hit list. Well, I think you've convinced me, our two, not our two year, me and my husband's two year wedding anniversary is on Wednesday and we were trying to decide where to go. And I feel like she just made the decision for us. Yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. And, and they, the bar, sir, it, you know, for those of you who want to go to the continental before you have the ability to get a reservation, the bar serves the menu a la carte and Sean is doing some crazy burger, prime rib burger that starts at like 9 p.m. and you have to get a special ticket when you get there or something. I have a two-year-old, so I'm not out. Eating I was going to say, I have two eight-month-olds. I'm yeah. fully asleep by 9 p.m. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not out and eating burgers at 9 p.m., but this yeah. burger makes me really wish I was. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah. But that's a good to know because people, yeah. a lot of people who are listening right now don't have small children and want yeah. to go do yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's why That's why we're doing this. We mm -hmm. want to inform yeah. the people of all the really cool insider stuff and, and I truly feel like an outsider with that kind of thing. I mean, there are so many new bars and restaurants mm -hmm. that I have not been to simply because they're like too cool for me now. But the <laughs> 9 p.m. burger at the Continental is like the cool thing that I want to be cool enough for right now. So that's my <laughs> my goal. Sometime in the next month, I'm going to try to be cool enough for that. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So we have best chef, best new restaurant, yep. best restaurant overall, you're going to say City House? I'm going City House. I mean, okay. I've spent every birthday there for the past eight years. It's my death row meal, probably, like a bandit cocktail, a belly ham pizza, and whatever, like Tennessee Waltz cake, if it's that time of year. I mean, <laughs> that, I don't even have to really think about it very hard. Um, plus, like some sort of salad, you know, whatever vegetable they have on on offer. Uh, but yeah, that's city house is my tried and true. All right. So we talked briefly earlier about just some of the other categories yeah, that are I made on. a list. I, I made, made a, a list. list. I've, I've checked oh, it twice. Right. So this could be easier. I don't have to go down and ask you all the yeah. different things. No. You want me to let's... name off the ones that I know I have good answers to? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So best bagel. I'm going proper. I'm a Brooklyn girl. I appreciate both the branding and the reliability of like a great pumpernickel with veggie cream cheese. Um, so I'm going proper bagel for the bagels. Although I've heard that there are some really good new bagels in town. I'm just so loyal to proper. I haven't tried them yet. So maybe I will branch out sometime soon. Um, bakery, I'm going baked on eighth. They are making my daughter's birthday cake. Um, I They were my first phone call when planning her birthday party. So I feel like that's pretty indicative of my love for Baked on 8th. Uh, burger, I'm going Martin's Brisket Burger. I, oh, yeah. I don't understand why more people are not like, you know, singing the praises and spreading the good word about the Martin's Brisket Burger. <laughs> but when you go to Martin's and order that burger, they will tell you behind the register, you know what you're doing. Like... They, they're like strength recognizes strength when you order that burger. So uh, um, I, when we did our interview, you told me that you love Martin's and you love that brisket burger. And I think I interviewed Pat Martin maybe a couple weeks after that. But I was at the store on Elliston and I was like, I'm going to get the brisket burger. And that exact scenario happened. 
She's like, oh yeah, you, that that's a good choice. Yeah. Man. yeah. And then I ate it and I was like, that was a, then I was able to confirm that was a damn good choice. It's a yeah. very good burger. It's a very good burger. Um, maybe an unsung category, but I would like everyone to know about Juniper Green. They are my favorite caterers. Yep. Um, I have used them and I ate their Thanksgiving dinner last year and it was chef's kiss. Very, very good. And also Sip and Bite, which is a sort of smaller oh, yeah. private chef catering business I think everyone needs to know about. Mm -hmm. And Juniper Green, that's Molly Martin, right? That's right. She's amazing. Big fan. That's right. Big fan. She's been on the show. Yep. Great. Um, ice cream. I want to make sure everyone knows about Localani Alabanza and saturated ice cream, which is CBD ice cream. Ooh. And, uh, she is very, very talented and her flavors. I mean, I can't even begin to try and, uh, like honeycomb marigold, like very unique flavors, um, with fabulous branding and visuals. And you should check out her Instagram. It's really highly enticing. Um, and then this may be somewhat controversial. Best pizza. I'm going my friend Stephen Anthony, the new pizza pop-up, Pizza Lolo. Ooh, I, I've not, I don't know about this. I don't either. Very, very, very good. I mean, thin crust, brick, like the, you know, oven. He and Sean did a pop-up together last weekend at the, or the weekend before at the Tomato Arts Festival on the Joyland patio. And he's done a couple of others. He has like five different flavors one is this like pesto garlic cream it's he it's very good and he is new to the scene and for sure a pizza guy to watch well cool. we are going to have to get him on the show and yeah, learn his entire story and then my other pizza honorable mention would be the saint vito focaccia just gonna say <laughs> have you had saint vito yes. and, it is and pretty damn good well i went and had i had some of their pizza at the if you can even call it pizza it's almost like another category of its own yeah it and is i had it on you know sunday night at their hawthorne pop-up and uh the pizza that we never would have ordered was they had some it was almost like french onion soup meets focaccia pizza and it was a mistake apparently he was going to put the onions in some other dish and then he used them for this pizza it was otherworldly and i dm'd him and i was like if you do not make that mistake pizza again people are going to revolt because i've now told everybody it's the best like bite of carbohydrates i've had in the past decade <laughs> and it, it really was i mean the whole table was silent you, like you could have heard a cricket because everyone was like don't talk to me i'm eating this pizza don't even look at me i am making sweet sweet love to this pizza like it was just so good i so, i had to um i had to use like serious favors uh two weekends ago my wife's 40th birthday we were supposed to go to saint martin and we had to cancel the trip oh, last man. minute her father was sick so we didn't go mm -hmm. and um i, ca I called michael hannah at like three o'clock and i was like dude i need a table for four <laughs> at six and he was like yeah uh, yeah i could make that happen he, he got me in and i was just like I don't like to do this. I'm like, oh, please, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm well, not even on camera was, right I now. That night somewhere else. And I texted him and I was like, oh, my dinner is bad. Like this is, and he was like, oh, well that sucks. But let me tell you where I'm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not even on camera right now. Like I don't like to do the whole, like want to be known for being national food fans. So people think they need to give me reservations. Like I am very, very low key. I rarely ask for like, and I emailed the St. Vito guy a couple months ago and I was like, listen, I have a toddler, but I need to try this pizza. Like, and he was like, I'll put a seat aside for you. I will not make you wait in line. And I, I wanted that 
pizza that badly. I yeah. was like, I'm just gonna call in the favor. So I could try to not do that as much as I possibly can. I, know. Like, I, I gotta throw a Hail Mary tonight. I did it recently at another restaurant that I should mention because to me it could be a contender for best new restaurant, which is Once Upon a Time in France. I'm oh. dying to go there. They Absolutely don't have reservations. Not. It's a bit of a hike. They don't have great parking. It's worth it. It is, it is very, very, very good and very authentic. It's like, you know, everybody's speaking French on the staff and love that. Um, truly, truly another restaurant where you don't quite feel like you're in Nashville. Right. Uh, really good. Okay. I think I have like four more categories that I, I made <laughs> notes for Do a donut. I'm going Connie and Johnny. Okay. I, uh, I don't know if you, have you had Connie and Johnny yet? I've heard about it. Isn't that the, they had an oob donut, didn't they? Ube? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uber, Ube. Yes, I, think, I saw that. I think they just ended. They had it with their like mango sticky rice and Thai mm -hmm. filled. Yeah. So I get them. I tend to go to Tempo to pick up my Connie and Johnny on the weekends because the Tempo um, breakfast tacos are so good. And they mm -hmm. have like a horchata, iced horchata that is really good. But mm -hmm. the Connie and Johnny donuts are now in like, 10 different places on the weekends where they only used to be in two. Right. Uh, and they are very, very worth it. I am a, um, I am a crazy loyalist when it comes to donuts. Cause I'm, very I, loyal I'm too. so disappointed when I go to somewhere new and the I'm donut isn't great. Mm -hmm. That this donut is so great. I mean, you just, I promise. Just oh, I wrote it down. I'm definitely going to go now, but like. His is Fox's. I, I love Fox's donut then. Okay. Now I love Fox's too, but they, I don't think you need to be, they're so different. Like I yeah. don't go to Connie and Johnny to get a fritter because honest, even though they do great fritters, the fritters at Fox's are, I think the fritters to be. They are. And the thing is we the don't. Maple old fashioned them. also is just, it's that's, so that's plastic. True. It's so that's basic, true. but it is so damn good. I don't, I don't true. live for an old fashioned donut. I don't want the cake. I don't like it. Okay. I mean, I've yeah. never met a donut I didn't like, but let me tell you, <laughs> Connie and Johnny and Foxes are different enough that you can love both of them. I promise. Okay. Um, Deal. A hot dog. I'm going Joy Joyland corn dog. Mm. Um, although Daddy's dogs are very good too. And best fries. <laughs> What'd you say? So that everyone's political and like no yeah. one wants anyone to feel bad or left out, which I, I, know, I it's just that we're blessed. We have an embarrassment. We have so many, but it's also such the Nashville spirit. I feel like to be That's like, right. look, I love this, but I also love these other ones. That's right. Okay. So I could have said a lot of different French fries, but I'm going to say that my favorite fries are the burger up truffle sweet potato fries. Oh, those Ooh. are really good. Used to just have truffle fries and mm. sweet potato fries. And now they have truffle sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that those with their honey mustard aioli is a really great combo. Oh, and my last my last category would be best dessert. I definitely am going City House. Anything Rebecca Tertian is making, <laughs> like, I mean, truly, I have never had a dessert there that I did not sort of want to write home about. So, Can I ask you, have you eaten at Yolan yet? I have not, partly because they do not have any outdoor seating, mm -hmm. and I was I was only doing indoor seating for like a minute and a half before now, not feeling comfortable doing it again. So, sure. um, they did not they did not find their way on my schedule during that like one and a half month period where I allowed myself to eat indoors. I will tell you that the experience you had at the Continental, I feel like when I ate at Yolan was similar mm -hmm. to that, where I was just completely blown away by every single course 
it was like every single course was like a miniature masterpiece mm. that it was like an artist came to the table and set this down and the flavor, everything was there, but then all of the, everything about it, there was like a story yeah. behind it. And it was just so well crafted. Mm -hmm. I will I, say the photos on their Instagram <laughs> account are, are not, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. the, the photos, the food looks truly, you know, spectacular. Tony yeah. and Kathy have done a really, really good job over there for people coming in from Chicago. Yeah, you gotta go. Check, you gotta go check them out. Okay, they're on my list. Let's get let's get my daughter vaccinated, and then I can uh, right. feel Seriously. more comfortable being being out and about. Mm -hmm. Everybody out there needs to get vaccinated. If you have the ability yes. to get vaccinated, I will go ahead and say it. I'm not going to be political. You need to get vaccinated. Yeah. I'd be very happy if that is the only thing people take away from my segment on the show today. Is like, you know, get vaccinated for yourself and for the fact that if you got in a car accident today, you'd have a hard time finding an ICU bed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, there are a lot of reasons to get vaccinated and um, wanting to go out to eat is really on the low end of the totem pole, <laughs> but I guess, you know, pretty high on our list of reasons for this, yeah. for this show. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's the only thing keeping me from a lot of places these days. Mm -hmm. Well, Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. I really, I learned a lot. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love you. your, your answers. That was really good. Hopefully people out there listening to this learned a lot too. Thank you for thank joining you, us thank today. Thank you. Absolutely. Any, I'll, I'll come on anytime. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, we'd love that. Okay, right. good. We can help you in your other venture, whatever we can do also. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are the best. Bye, Kate. Bye. Bye. All right, let's let's. We've got a couple people commenting over here. What do we got on the comment section, Jen? Okay, so this is you have to go back a little bit, but this is when he when Julio said, "I actually know how many." He's talking about how many salamis can fit into um, somebody's mouth. So I did snicker when I saw that, and I did not. I did not make a joke. So um, Corey Coleman, who's our director of operations for all the corner pubs in Esquina Cantina is on. Julio Hernandez has joined the conversation, who is one of the absolute best in town. Maiz De La Vida himself mm -hmm. is here listening. What's up, Julio? What's up, Corey? And apparently Nathan Gifford missed out on uh, Brandon Frone's birthday party. Yes. And there's a lot of conversation. So if you're listening to this, jump in the comments. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, we still don't know how many salamis. They haven't disclosed that yet. Can we please disclose that, Julio? <laughs> is it salumis or salamis? Oh, salumis. You're right. Okay. What is a salumi? I don't know. I can Google quickly. Salumis. Yeah. Help us out, guys. Uh, <laughs> we're going to jump in now with our next guest, our other our next influencer here in town, who I've never actually got to meet, mm -hmm. the Moody Foodie. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, yeah. Very exciting to be here. So the Moody Foodie, who are you? What is your real name? Uh, Josh, I, I just, you know, I like being kind of incognito and, uh, you know, just hadn't put that out there much, but you know, here we are, so. Here um, you are, live yeah. on Nashville Restaurant Radio with the Moody Foodie, Josh. Yeah. Hi, Josh. Josh. How are you doing today, man? Pretty good, yeah. yeah not too bad. Now, you also have a child <laughs> who does the same, who's also an Instagram influencer, Moody Foodie Jr. Jr., yeah. She she definitely is more, but um, she's a six-year-old, uh, and so I like bringing her with me. 
you know, when we go out and eat, uh, she has a kind of a thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, and a sideways kind of rating scale. And so That's a great system. <laughs> it's Everyone pretty knows that. You know, you know, good or bad. And um, so we always have fun. I like bringing her out with me and, you know, taking her to some different places and it's something fun, you know, we kind of do together. Mm-hmm. So do you, how often do you go out to eat? Um, I, it's been weird because, you know, now things are picking up a lot more and it was real, you know, kind of quiet there for, for a while. Um, you know, I, you know, a few times a month, you know, it depends. Sometimes it's real crazy and there's like three or four stuff in a week. And then other times it's kind of quiet uh, like that. But, you know, it can ebb and flow. All right. Well, I've picked out like 20 categories of things that I kind of feel are the bigger ones that people might care about. And I'm going to go run down some of these. Tell us what your favorites are. If you don't know the answer, you don't have a favorite, just be like, I don't know, man. We'll go to the next one, right? All right. I got a few of my own in case we miss a few. I'd love to throw some in there too. Well, let's start off with what you have. Let's just do that. I mean, we can probably do the whole segment that way. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you've got already prepared. And I also want to say what's up to Brandon Frone up there. There My boy's now joined the whole show. This is fantastic in the comments. Go ahead, Josh. Um, let's say, uh, best bakery. Um, I love Brightside Bakery. I think that's amazing. Um, and that kind of helped me through the pandemic there cause they did, um, you know, some roll up, uh, you know, carry out there in your car. Um, and so that was really good. I love their, uh, pastries and, and everything they do over there. Um, and I know they just, you know, got kind of, you know, knocked, knocked in there the, the other day, but, um, I think they're they're great and they're uh, somebody broken. I think smashed their you know oh, uh, business. I didn't, know. I didn't hear about a lot that. Of that going on. Um, but they do amazing stuff. I love everything they do over there. That's they're great. Um, uh, best hot chicken, which is very you know controversial. Um, I like slow burn. I think they're really good. Okay. Slow burn hot chicken. They do a hot chicken donut. They have a hot chicken burrito. A chicken huh. donut. <laughs> Did you say hot chicken donut? You just take a yeah hot chicken and put it inside a you know glazed donut, and you know that's good. That is that is good. You know, a little bit of both with the sweet and the heat, but they they do some really good stuff. I, I like their hot chicken for sure. Put that up there. I just did. Um, oh, Dan Burkhard, wicked wicked tasty says bright side <laughs> is fire. Absolutely. Um, best farmers market vendor I love, uh, and my daughter loves a fat belly pretzel. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those are, and then like every, the evolution of what he's done and, you know, all the new stuff, he, the, you know, the babkas and all the other stuff he has is really good. I love everything, you know, he's doing with with all his stuff there. Um, and this could be in multiple categories, uh, but uh, wherever you want to put it, best, you know, best restaurant, best chef, wherever. Um, Taylor, I love. I think Taylor is really good. Doesn't get enough. I think recognition. Uh, as well, but and they're they're getting ready to move to a new spot also um, coming up here. And, but I think Taylor's awesome. All right, a little love for Vivek Surti. Yeah. Um, let's see, best burger. I hadn't been mentioned yet. I thought I'd throw one out there. Um, Tennessee Brew Works has a five-year burger. That's why we do this. Yeah, I haven't had that one. I've been uh, there. It's a very good burger, five beer mm-hmm. burger. So um, I definitely check that out. Recommend that. That is a very good burger. Cool. Okay. Um, also love Yolan. Uh, one thing I would throw in there on top of that is uh, their cheese cave. 
That's for cheese cave. Oh yeah, it's amazing. What is it? It's a bit. They have a big glass, like right before you go to the kitchen. It's this huge, like glass kind of room mm-hmm. where they're aging all of this cheese. They have the other Parmesan and all these different, and it's just these gigantic wheels of cheese. I'm picturing like you can eat the walls, like the walls. <laughs> no, but you can see, you can see into the walls. It's okay. not like a cheese cave, like where. Yeah, no, that's what. I'm... You're there with like like a whole cave that they've like just go in and dig yeah. out cheese. Yeah, it's like a jewelry case with cheese. Okay. Yeah, she's looking at a whole. <laughs> Jen's literally thinking there's a cheese, like a piece of cheese the size of a semi. Like that in somebody Willy Wonka, has when out. you like go lick the pa- the wallpaper, it tastes like snozberries. Like it's that. Who ever heard of a snozberry? <laughs> Good call. Sorry. <laughs> well, hey, um, let's see what um, I I love. Uh, whatever date night, whatever uh, Margot. I love Margot. Mm-hmm. We always love uh, love going there for special occasions and um, and meals. Uh, Always like Margot's. Best date night, Margot. Mm-hmm. All right. And let's see. Um, last one I got, I'm really excited about. Haven't checked it out yet, but uh, Calacas, uh, Mexico. Uh, it is over on Koreans. They just okay. opened recently, but uh, real nice high-end uh, kind of Mexican. Oh. So uh, I'm really excited about checking them out. Um, I think it's a nice addition to kind of to some of the, you know, some of the ethnic, uh, you know, areas that, you know, we might be missing, uh, but I'm excited about checking them out. Have you tried, um, have you been to any of the pop-ups? Have you been, have you gone to like El Abrije or done anything that Julio's done from like Mais de la Vida? Uh, not yet. I, I, I want to check them out. I just, you know, hard to get out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. They're doing some really, really amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever get out and go, do you, do you have a best bar, best dive bar, best cocktail, anything along those lines? Um, I, I don't know if I have anything offhand. I, you know, I like checking out some different places. Uh, what about uh, best brunch? Um, best brunch? Um, where I really want to, I need to check out um, Arnold's, uh, everything, what he's doing with After Dark and the 7-Up Pancakes uh, they, and with the hot chicken on the weekends. Um, I want to get over there and check that brunch out. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, you said best hot chicken was Slow Burn. Was it right? Slow Burn? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have best pizza? Uh, let's see. I mean, I, I, you know, Emmy Squared's really good. I like their pizza. I, you know, I know there's a lot of pizza out there. Uh, you know that uh, that's that's pretty hard to go, go wrong with pizza. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love I, for like a chain type place. I think I like Jets. I think Jets pizza is uh, is solid for like a chain place. I keep thinking of that scene in The Office where he's like ready to get some New York authentic pizza, and he goes <laughs> to Sabaros. Oh yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Authentic sparrows. <sighs> How about best taco? The best taco. Ooh, best taco. Um I have to say uh memos is great. I like memos. <laughs> there you go. Memos uh, and Mount Juliet. Um I, I love they're great people. I like, you know, they're they're fun and and I like uh you know what they're kind of doing out there. Um, Katie and Memo Murillo. Cool. Or amazing people. I uh, know. I know. Yeah. You know them. Had them on before. Um, yep. You know, they're great people. And I, I, I always like going out there and, you know, visiting with them. Would you put them in? Would you love them in for best Mexican? 
Uh, let, yeah, let's throw them in there and give them a run at that. Yeah. Okay. Or about, best, uh, you know, the, the counties outside of, you know, Nashville. Mm-hmm. All right. So best chef you're going to, are you going to go Vivek? Um, or are you going to pick them in there and, and throw some, you know, add some spice to, to that category. Okay. Um, best new restaurant as of uh, October, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say the food hall, I think is a pretty cool place. I like going over there. Assembly Food Hall at Fifth and Broadway. And uh, yeah, they got you know. I think that that also some of the best views. Um, you know, like sixty vines up on the roof there, and yeah. by Broadway and Ryman. I think that's a real cool kind of spot. Gotcha. All right. Um, that's really the. Do you have a favorite like caterer or liquor store, vegetarian, anything along those lines? Um, let's see. I also really like uh, Sip and Bites. She's yeah. really cool and does amazing stuff um, uh, as well. Uh, let's see. Anything else to really throw out there? Um, uh, Who's your favorite? What's your? Do you have a favorite podcast here in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's a tie with uh, Nashville Restaurant Radio. Uh, and uh, a, a couple of buddies of mine, uh, Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Dad's Drinking Bourbon. I, listen, I, I want to hope that everybody's favorite is National Restaurant Radio, <laughs> but I'm also a realist and I recognize there's a lot of, <laughs> there's like 3 million podcasts out there. It's not this one, it's that one. <laughs> it's, so I'm and also, listen, I'm, I'm a fan of turning people on to new stuff. I'm yeah. not selfish by any means. I'm a total homer. I voted for Nashville Restaurant Radio. On, I'm going to tell you, I voted for myself when I actually went and did the voting. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you would like to vote, that best podcast is under media and politics. It's not under the food and drinks. If you go into the food and drink and start clicking everything, you're like, hey, there's no podcast because mm-hmm. it's under media and politics. So if you're going to vote for a favorite podcast, and it is Nashville Restaurant Radio, I would be honored to have that vote. There is my, yes. my little pledge. Mm-hmm. But Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Now, in Dad's Drinking Bourbon, do they, is it just Dad's, do they get sloshed and start no, like- not really, not until probably later in the show. Um, no, they just do tastings, reviews. They have big guests on. Um, and they're, they're just two dads and they drink, just drink bourbon, you know, and then talk about it. All right. Yeah. I, I could get into that. But yeah. they're very cool. Uh, John and Zeke, yeah, that's a great, great show. Yeah. Cool. I think we have to incorporate a dad's drinking bourbon in Nashville Restaurant Radio because that's kind of restauranty. Sure. But I'm a dad. I don't drink bourbon anymore, but I can certainly talk about it. I'm neither a dad nor do I drink bourbon, but I will drink tequila and I am a mom. So I'm like, you know. And you could be a guest host. There you go. <laughs> we'll start up a mom's drinking bourbon. There you go. There you go. Mom, mom juice is what they call it. That's what they call it. It's a whole culture out there. Yeah, there's tumblers. All right. So what... Moody Foodie, thank you so much for coming on. Tell, is there any way you can uh, promote what you do on Instagram? Do you have a, a, a like a, a basis for how you post, where you go? Tell us about your how long I just, you've been I like Instagramming. It, no, sorry, um, I just like use it as a creative kind of outlet. It's just something fun, you know. I like getting out to. Not just to the new hot places that are opening, but getting out to some other, you know, places and checking out, you know, places like the Gambling Stick or, you know, just other places that might be a little more whatever, maybe off the radar or not as, you know, prominent in the, the you know, the foodie cycle of, of things and 
throwing some other stuff out there and checking out some just new, you know, fun places and just have fun with it. I, you know, I, I enjoy eating and going out to places and, you know, having fun. And so that's just, you know, uh, something I, I do is kind of an outlet for all that stuff. Cool. Awesome. We were wondering about your Instagram handle, like the moody foodie, where that came from. Is that like, do you get moody when you're hungry? Are you, I'm pretty moody generally. So we were just wondering. Um, my wife would say just in general. Um, and it just, you know, I work in marketing and it just kind of sounded like a good yes, fun name and, you know, kind of worked a brand off and then, you know, join, had my daughter join me in with it. So that's cute. I How many it. followers do you have? Um, 12,000. Wow. That's a good side creative. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's fun. You know, I like, you know, the creative outlet uh, with it and, you know, coming up with fun captions and puns and, and all that. So that's, you know, that's real fun. And then it's been transitioned more to now, you know, sharing that with my daughter. Now, as we go out places, you know, she'll want me to throw out, uh, she loves like boom bars. And so we love going out to like boom bars for the pizza, but then, you know, the playground and, you know, having fun over there. So it's just something, you know, we enjoy now to do together and, and doing, you know, doing that. What part of town do you live in? Uh, Hendersonville, actually. Nice. I don't know where that is. I, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... it's, it's, no, it's like north of town. Okay. And uh, it's like Old Hickory Lake up there, like. I've been here like a bit. We're at his Old house. Hickory. I've been here like ten times, and I was like, "Hey, what's your address?" <laughs> <laughs> Directions are super not my strong suit. And I feel like I have like a Rand McNally in my brain mm-hmm. from living here so long. I'm like, "Hey, you take sixty five. Yeah, you tell me like, like street names, and I'm always like, <laughs> "Why is he doing that?" The GPS will tell you to turn here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Josh, uh, a.k.a. The Moody Foodie. If you're out there listening to this, go follow him right now, and um, you will get to see all of the cool culinary adventures that he goes on with his daughter. Man, I appreciate you so much for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right. Okay, guys. So what do we got on the chat? The chat over here has really um, kind of calmed down a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Where are we at, guys? Who's out there? What, let, let's let's talk about some of your favorites while we wait for our next guest. I did look up salumi, and it is like a salami. Okay. Let's see, it says salumis are cured meat products made predominantly from pork. So, how many salumis can they said they're going to save it for a talking shift? Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I think we have, uh, who's next? Is it Wicked Tasty coming on next? Dan Burkhardt, are you next, man? I think I think it is, and I think he's going to jump on here in just a second. Yes, Wicked Tasty. Yes. Well, I switched the Moody Foodie and National I saw, Food. I noticed. Right yes. Now. I caught up. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, Dan Burkhardt, uh, Wicked Tasty, coming up next. <laughs> and then we are going to talk with... Um, Nashville House Mom. Yes, Molly Gray. Molly Elizabeth Gray is going to be coming on. She is the Nashville House Mom. So excited about uh, talking to her. She's going to, I think she's going to be able to give you some good inside information on where you should go, what you should do, because uh, that's what she does. Did you know that? I didn't. That Actually, that's a new account for me, and I'm excited about it because now I do all mom things. So I love it. Yes. 
Uh, so that's going to be a ton of fun. If you are out there, please feel free to jump in and talk. Jen, um, we're going to give our picks. Okay. I accidentally started. <laughs> after Nashville House Mom. So if you're watching, hang out because we're going to get there eventually. I'm drinking a coffee. This is a, um, what is, what is this? What'd you get me? Vanilla cream cold brew. Yeah. So, okay. The only reason I bought that is because there's a picture on the Starbucks menu of something. And I was like, wow, that looks delicious. And so I, I ordered the words next to the picture. Oh, that's not the, that it doesn't look like that though. Oh no, but it's very tasty. Yeah, it's, it's fine, but it doesn't, it wasn't as pretty. And I was a little bummed about it. So yes, this is Starbucks in my hand, but, um, where, um, what's your favorite coffee shop? Um, I live in Franklin, so I go to the coffee house in Franklin a lot. It's, I don't know. It's so small. It's, it was not small, but it's a huge house. Yeah. <laughs> They've turned in. I love it. I love going there. Well, I, uh, I like the good cup, which mm -hmm. is in grassland. It's right down the street in Hills Road. It's in France. <laughs> and like this in grassland is right down the street. And the good cup is a great little coffee shop. It's busy. They've got local people bringing their little baked goods on the weekends. Cool. It's really good. And uh, I've recently found Anzi Blue. Yeah, you've gotten me really hyped on them, and I really wanted to go. I'm a big fan of Anzi Blue and what's mm -hmm. going on over there. They've got some pretty cool stuff happening. They do a drag brunch. I love drag queens. That's like seasonal. They did one for like Pride Month, and now it's like every two weeks they're doing it, and it gets sold out. Of course it does. Drag queens are the best. <laughs> I just want to go to see what this. I keep seeing them on Insta on on the, the socials. It looks fun as hell, mm -hmm. and um, they're like they, they they start off as like a CBD brand. Cool. Did you know this? They were like I didn't. They were doing like CBD, and then the pandemic hit, and they had to close because they weren't serving. They weren't like an essential business. Gotcha. So then they started serving food mm -hmm. and coffee to become an essential business, so they could stay open, and it's just like taken off. We love a pivot. Yeah. Hmm. So we're waiting on Dan Burkhardt. Dan, where are you at, man? I did look up Calacas. It looks really good. Tell us something about it. I mean, look at how beautiful that is. It looks like that must be house-made tortillas. So uh, Calacas is going to be coming in. Julio, what do you know about uh, Julio? Who's, if you're still there, do you know anything about Calacas? Are you selling them your um, tortillas? It looks really good. It does look really good. <laughs> All right, we are five o'clock. Mm -hmm. So, what is uh, speaking of Mexican, Jen? Let's go down because we have we have like our top few that we're gonna do here. Do you have a favorite Mexican in town? Person or <laughs> um, no Mexican I... restaurant? <laughs> um, so we love Pueblo Real. Yes, that's we go there quite a bit. Pueblo Real in in Franklin, downtown Franklin, and uh, that's from the same guys that own Tito's. Yes. All right, y'all, as we wait for Dan Burkhart to jump on, we're going to take just a moment to hear a word from our sponsor, Neat Mixology. Neat Mixology is Jordan Williams' passion project, and he's a, a longtime veteran of the Nashville culinary scene. And what they do is they kind of come in and they'll do your inventory for you. They'll do an analysis of your inventory based upon your P&L and your variance reports. They will then uh, create an algorithm that does your bar ordering for you. 
They will create cocktail menus for you and consult around your bar. This is an amazing, amazing idea. And let me tell you, it works. Uh, I know this because I work with them personally. They come in every Monday morning and do the inventory. It's done when I get there. They have a sheet that tells me everything that they saw that was different, that's missing, that's not missing. They're just really on top of it. Here's the best thing. The first 55 customers that they bring on, it's only $500 a month. Yes, $500 a month. You get that locked in for an entire year at $500 a month. That's your inventory, that's your drink menus, cost it out, they'll teach your bartenders how to make it, and they'll do your bar ordering. So if you're a small restaurant and you're struggling to hire a talented bar manager and you need to spend your time educating your team, this is your chance. Give Jordan a call, 615-973-4511, or check him out at Neat Mixology on Instagram and Facebook. One other company that I really want to tell you about today is Sharpier's Bakery. Erin Moso is the daughter of the original owner, and they're celebrating 35 years as, the, as a local bakery here in Nashville, delivering fresh baked breads six days a week to your restaurant. While the Best of Nashville show is happening right now, Sharpier's Bakery is a shoe and bet for best bakery if you're placing a vote. Now, this is mostly that they serve chefs and restaurants, but they are a damn good bakery, and I think they deserve your vote. But if you're also a restaurant and you want to, prov- they want you want them to provide you with fresh baked breads. They have over 130 different breads that they bake. They can also take your recipe and bake it in batch and deliver it to you every day. How much time would that save you in your kitchen and time and energy? Give them a call. Her number is 615-356-0872 or visit sharpies.com. That's C-H-A-R-P-I-E-R-S.com. They're on Instagram at Sharpies Bakery and they are locally owned and operated for 35 years. If you're baking bread, if it's causing you too much time, energy, and heartache, you need to give her a call. Aaron Moso at Sharpies Bakery. There he is. What's up, Dan? Hey, I'm so sorry. Um, I totally missed your message on Instagram earlier that you had sent over a link to join this. So I had, I was like, figure. I was like in the Facebook stream trying to figure out like where the, like the join the thing is because that's how they do it on Instagram. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're fine. Somebody told Michelle said I don't think Dan knows how to join. So we figured yeah, that's 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 my fiance. Uh, yeah, so it's like <laughs> we got you on here. So Dan Burkhardt, aka Wicked tasty i have that hat and it's awesome i love it tell us tell our listeners you you've been on the show we've done a full show with you but tell our listeners who you are and and kind of a little about your story then we'll get into your favorites yeah what's up guys um my name is dan burkhardt and i co-run the wicked tasty page with my fiance michelle who clearly is more adept at technology than i am um but but yeah we can jump on too we'd love to have you (laughs) yeah She's she's actually out walking the dog right now, um, having a beer over at Gumbo Bros. Listening to this, so nice. um, mm-hmm. they were having a dog pot potty over there for National cute. Dog Day. That's so um, I like she's she's there right now. But yeah, um, but yeah. So we run we run the Wicked Tasty page here in town. Nice. Cool. Well, welcome again to Nashville Restaurant Radio. Let's jump right in, man. Do you have some favorites that you already have? Um, already planned did you already look over this do you have are you, are you prepared with your list of favorites or do you want me to start asking you questions let's 
do dealer's choice, but there is one that I want to mention. Um, is the only one I, I, I had like considered that I need needed to make sure and need, need to get brought up. Best bagels, H&S bagels up in Midtown, legitimately the best bagels in Nashville by far. Like, right. and we love, we love the other bagels in Nashville. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really good bagel shops in town. They are beyond everything else. Okay. So tell <laughs> and me. We don't, we don't Tell have disclaimers like that recently. So we're from the Northeast originally, and they are legit New York, New Jersey style bagels. Like you eat that bagel and you feel like you're back in the bodega up in New York or New Jersey. And it's, it's unbelievable. Okay. So I heard this thing on a different podcast, um, Armchair Expert, and they were talking about New York bagels versus like LA bagels and whatever, and how mm -hmm. like LA bagels are in LA bagels, whatever. Anyway, they were like, oh, New York bagels are so good because of the water. And then they went into this whole thing. And apparently, like, scientists have done studies about this to, mm -hmm. like, see, right? It's a whole thing. H&S treats the water that they use with the same process that New York City like, treats the, the the water in New York. So they filter like this with the same oh filter. God. Yeah, <laughs> dead hookers. <laughs> this is why we never go live. This is why we I don't know. If there's dead hookers in the water and they make good bagels, then I'm all for it. Listen, we love sex workers. <laughs> Keep them safe. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, boy. Yeah. I'm but sorry. yeah, no, it's wild. It's it's such an interesting who who would have thought the water would be like mm -hmm. the thing over it's true. or the spices, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it is a thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So what's the difference between a bagel and a biali? I've never even heard of a biali. I haven't either. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay, so best bagel is um, tell me again who was it? H&S. H&S bagels. They're okay. up in right up in Midtown. Now. They opened up. I want to say like earlier this summer. They haven't been in business that long, but like since we found them, it's been like life changing. As someone from the Northeast, the two that I hear the most about are Mr. Aaron's Goods. Mm -hmm. And Nikki's mm -hmm. bagel shop, the new Nikki's mm -hmm. bagels, and Mr. Aaron's Aaron Dissler over at uh, Mr. Aaron's Goods. Hey, everybody, talk about those. So it's good to hear some other bagel places to turn well, turn people onto. There are tons of great bagels around town. Both of those are great bagels. Um, I'll throw a bagel shop in there. Proper bagel. Like there's a lot of Big Ben's bagels. There's a lot of really good bagels in town, but. I don't think a lot of people have the same Northeast bias that we have. So like it literally tastes like home at H&S. So that's why we're kind of biased towards them. Have you been to Shepherd's Deli yet? Because I'm also, well, I'm from Florida, but my family's from the Northeast. So I grew up there. Um, have you been to Shepherd's Shep's Deli yet? I'm like dying to go. Yeah, I've been to Shep's a few times. I actually haven't had the bagels there. Uh, I've had their hot pastrami sandwich. How was that? Twice. Incredible. Just okay. literally just meat, twice. meat yeah. on rye bread. It's you ordered it it's, again. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's that that's a great sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's like very, very top of my list because I, mm -hmm. I just don't we don't have a lot of that out here. So yeah. All right. Well, let's go down, let's go down the list here. Best bar. Now bar, there's best bar, best dive mm -hmm. bar, and best cocktail. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to go with that? So our go-to spot for a cocktail, um, anything on the fancier side is always gonna be Patterson House. Fantastic, okay. and I, I I know you had um, Nathan from Gifford's Bacon on earlier, and he was mentioning Kisser Barbecue over there, and we got to do that a couple of weeks ago, and that was a phenomenal meal. Their burger is really good. Um, yeah. We also got like their pork rice. It was both of those were amazing. But Patterson House, I think, is our favorite bar. Um, dive it's bar. the OG too, by the way. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know that I would consider Bar Sovereign a dive bar per se, um, but it's definitely like a little more low key localish um, over there in Sobro. That's definitely one of our favorite spots to go get like a, a really nice cocktail for a fantastic price um, from really cool people. So those would be okay. my two, my two to go to. Let's get controversial. Best barbecue in town. All right. Well, we live around the corner from Peg Lake Porker, and like I would eat there every every day if I could. Um, and it's the place I think we brought every single guest that's ever visited us, Peg Lake Porker. But I will say two places that don't get a lot of love because they're a little further from downtown outside of the tourist districts are Honey Fire over in Bellevue. Shane is awesome. His barbecue is fantastic. He actually cooks and competes with Carrie from Peg Lake Porker on their um, Memphis and a barbecue team. Um, so Shane knows how to get it done. And then another place is down in Franklin, which Jenna heard you mentioning you live down there. Hogwood, yeah. bar Hogwood barbecue. Have you been there? Yes. In yeah, I have. That's when I was pregnant. I wanted it all the time. We, we literally don't drive for hardly anything. Cause where we live in the Gulch, we can walk to like most yeah. parts of town, like even Germantown. Um, we will get in the car and drive for Hogwood or honey fire any day of the mm -hmm. week. And Michelle wanted you to know that Guapo and her are at the Marsh House, actually. They're not, they're at the uh, Marsh House. Okay, they're also- Patio party. They're doing a patio party, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, best brunch. We don't really do brunch, we just do bagels. <laughs> I'm, ser I'm serious. The, All right. I, I went to brunch, All right, so I'll say this. We went to brunch because we had a friend from New York come visit and that's a big thing up there. So he wanted to do brunch. Um, we we did Henrietta Red and it was phenomenal. Um, so I guess they can have our vote because that's that was one of the best brunches we've had and also one of the only brunches we've had. <laughs> this is the thing that the bachelorettes need to listen to. I'm gonna promote this in yeah. other cities to know what the best in Nashville is. So if you're listening to this and you're in New York or you're coming to Nashville, mm -hmm. You want to wait in line outside of the uh, Biscuit Love for three hours, you can do that. But Henrietta Red, from a guy who lives here, mm -hmm. is a damn good brunch. I mean, we live we live above Biscuit Love and we see that line. Um, it's it's crazy. My husband people, used to work there and it people was People say like, it's worth it. Yeah, I no, actually haven't had it. There but, and he would get in at yeah, 4 a.m. Yeah. to start like cooking everything. And he's, he almost developed carpal tunnel at one point from like the egg station. Wow. All right, now I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep the, the train moving here because we got a lot to cover. Let's do this it. This one's gonna be this one's gonna be a hotly contested um best burger. So Josh, the Moody Foodie, actually stole my answer. I was gonna go with um Tennessee Brew Works because that burger is bomb, also. Um super uh Instagram photogenic as well, like literally probably like the best burger pick I've ever gotten uh, was of their <laughs> burger. But since Josh took that, I'm going to go with best burger joint. So like any burger on the menu uh, would be stock and barrel here in the Gulch. We, we really like that. They're a little under the radar, but yeah. um, they have a huge burger menu. Um, their Hurt Locker burger is my go-to burger. Okay. All right. No Gabby's yet. No, no, people Nobody throw. has mentioned 210 Jack for anything. And I think this is the longest we've been on air without somebody mentioning 210 Jack. Yeah. How about best Asian fusion? We really like Sunda. Okay. That's really like good. Right next to where you mm -hmm. live, too. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're probably like picking up like a, a theme here. Uh, we don't make it outside of our neighborhood very often. We don't get in our car, dude. <laughs> we love the Marsh House yeah. of everything we can walk to. All right, so let's start guessing. Best liquor store. 
What's the liquor store in the Gulch? Eh? It's Ernie Paquette store. What's it called? Are you thinking of Frugals? What's that? Are you thinking of Frugals? No, no, no. no. no, no. I, I like, like 12th and, and Pine. 12th yes, and Pine? That's it. Yeah, we like 12th and Pine a lot. Shane there. Um, yeah, there is 12th and Pine. Yeah, Shane, Shane is the man. He, he usually is working behind the register. He knows our dog very well. Our dog likes to pull us in there because Shane will always uh, get us, give Guapo a treat whenever we, we stop by. So nice. uh, that's, that's where we go and buy our whiskey. Okay, so let's continue on with informing people from out of state when they come to town. Let's not make mistakes. What is the best hot chicken in Nashville? So this, I'm sure, is super contested. We're actually a split in our household. We love both Prince's, that's Michelle's pick probably, and Hattie B's. That's but <laughs> we we haven't been able to have Prince's in like a while because they used to have their food truck over at Six and Peabody, but it's been gone all summer. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I thought they had like some mechanical issues and they were driving it out to go get fixed, but they haven't brought it back and actually daddy's dog set up where they used to be. So I'm mm -hmm. uh, hoping that they bring Prince's back to Sixth and Peabody because that was nice to be able to walk over there and just grab some hot chicken. Do you own a car? <laughs> we, do. we do own a car, but we, do. Okay. We, actually, yeah, we, sure. we actually we actually downsized to one car when we moved down here because we could walk everywhere. We have two grocery stores, three grocery stores within three blocks of here. So the gold is know. wild. It did not look mm -hmm. like that when I moved out here. No. <laughs> we got yeah, we got a pet store here. We got literally everything we need. So wild. All right, best Mexican. Let's let's pass on this one because I'm probably just gonna give you another gold spot. <laughs> best pizza all right not in the gulch um five points and okay. that kind of goes back to the new york theme like we love that's legit new york style pizza down here yeah, five points is amazing have you mm -hmm. had the opportunity to try pizza lolo yeah we actually just went last mm -hmm. week they popped up over at harding house which we drove to in the nations and um <laughs> we've actually been going to a lot of pop-ups over at harding house so we, we do have a car and we, we do drive over there um but pizza lola was really good that was really good pizza different vitos st vitos haven't done that one yet okay it's crazy it's a focaccia it's a big focaccia loaf that he makes pizza out of i've heard of that yeah okay. Vito's focacceria. that sounds amazing it is amazing. Are they, are they are they a pop up or are they do they have their own space? It is a pop up. They're at Hathorne right now on okay. Sunday nights. All right, yeah, we got to put that on the list. We've been in this huge uh, huge pop up kick where we're just try been trying to go check out all these different spots and places that people are popping up. So we're actually going over to Never Never tonight to check out Soy Cubano. Oh, oh. yeah, I've been wanting to do that. Really, and that's going to be at the Wash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're opening up a permanent spot over there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so best taco. At least barbecue has really good tacos. And, you know, obviously it's not Mexican, but it's they have really good tacos. Their brisket tacos. I, I like are that. Awesome. That's a good answer. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that your brain wants to go towards a Mexican restaurant because mm -hmm. it's typically a Mexican thing. But, like, I would just... say, I mean, our, oh, that's not my turn yet. I need you. Can... <laughs> Sorry. We have good tacos. We do have good tacos. I wasn't going to say us. I was going to say, oh. I was going to say soy bistro. Oh, your taco is soy bistro. Yes. Yeah. They are good. Okay. Um, best coffee shop. I love Frothy Monkey. Frothy Monkey's checks all the boxes. They got great coffee, great food, great space to go work. You got a laptop, you're in town for business, and you need a spot to post up for a few hours. Frothy Monkey every time. Yeah. Frothy Monkey. All right. Now we're getting into the, the major categories. 
Yeah. Um, we've gone, if this was the Oscars, we've gone through best in film editing. We've done costume <laughs> design, cinematography. Let's get into the big categories. Okay. Let's do it. Best happy hour. Best happy hour to like get drunk at is probably San Anejo only because their margaritas are incredibly strong and they're half off for the pitcher. So it's like 22 bucks for their pitcher, which is like four margaritas and like one pitcher between two people is usually good. Um, two pitchers and you're thankfully you just walked there. <laughs> he has a strategy. There was I mean, so much math a, in that. There's a plan involved mm -hmm. in everything he does. Yeah. Don't do not do not let the waitress convince you to have a third pitcher because that's where shit really goes downhill. I can promise you, <laughs> you will not wake up feeling good the next morning. Oh, <laughs> yes. Best new bar. Do you have like a list of places that have opened up that are new? Like I, I feel like I like can't. In the gold or outside of. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in Nashville. Touche. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I I chose autos because we have autos over on Charlotte really was the I don't drink, so it's like the only bar that like I know of that's opened recently and that is awesome. Like it is the, the coolest little spot. It's in an old mechanics garage that they right. turn in and it's called O T T O S. Mm. But like I feel like autos like A U T O S. Like thank you for the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't been over to Autos, um, but I've been following them on Instagram. Like, and their, their stuff looks cool. <laughs> oh goodness! We're having too much fun over here, Dan. <laughs> All right, now here's the really big categories: Best Chef. Michelle and I were actually talking about this before I went on, and like who I was going to choose. So we love Manit Shohan from everything she does on the Food Network, and she's just genuinely like a really awesome person too. Um, but then Michelle reminded me how kick-ass Matt Bolas is over at 404 Kitchen. Yeah. Um, and we have very similar whiskey palettes. We're part of the whiskey club over there and every bottle he picks, I love. And um, obviously on a, on a food and culinary side, he's incredibly talented there too. So I think, you know, Chef Matt Bolas over at 404 Kitchen has my vote mm -hmm. for that category. Very nice, but you, I, I, I didn't see a pick coming from the Gulch. Um, <laughs> Matt Bolas, uh, he is an amazing chef, and yeah. he's an equally amazing dude. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Love him, friend of the show. Um, and the the final, the biggest oh, one here no. is on. best restaurant. <laughs> we tried. We gave him best Asian fusion, Jess. We're working on it. Jessica Benefield, the uh, executive chef and owner at Two Ten Jack, is. Mm -hmm. Curious why her name wasn't brought up, Jessica. If you if you opened a restaurant in the Gulf, mm -hmm. it would be his favorite. Yep. Yeah, it's location, location, location <laughs> here. <laughs> Have you been to Two Ten Jack? No, that's literally on been on Michelle and I's list for like basically since day one, since we moved down here. That was like one of like the early places that we had come across on Instagram, and everything just looks amazing. Um, mm -hmm. But over it, sometimes it's tough to get over to East Nashville, and like it just always seems to slip our mind but like i we are going to make a commitment right here on this show to uh to get over there by the end right, of so october, by the end of october we me and jen are it's so funny because all the interviews that we do we ask people like who where, where do you like to eat what's your favorite place mm -hmm. and like every single person says uh 210 jack is our favorite and i'm like yeah. is jess paying people like every single like it, it's uncanny 
like Wait, everybody so this is, has this is, this two is Tinjax in my So we were doing a video with um, the team over at Stock and Barrel for um, our menu platform. And we were like doing like a feature of the bartender type thing. And we were interviewing Lacey, the bartender over there. And we asked her, one of the, that was the question, what's your favorite rash, Nashville restaurant? She said, two ten Jack. It's it's a thing. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely a thing. That's why we, that's why she goes. This is amazing. We're like three mm -hmm. people in, and two ten Jack hasn't even been mentioned mm -hmm. yet. Yeah, I mean, and I obviously didn't expect her to join. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's it is crazy. I mean, it's the top of everyone's mind all the time. Yes, and she's also one of the most amazing people in the world. Her and her husband Trey, mm -hmm. who helped me co-host the very first episode of Talk and Shift, mm -hmm. which will be this Sunday night from 9 to 11 p.m. I'm gonna <laughs> do some plug. cross promotion here, you like that? Okay, so um, do we the best chef, best restaurant? What did you say for best restaurant? Did you say we best restaurant? I don't, I, don't think we, I don't think we got there. Yeah. Oh, no, we best chef, there. Matt Bolas, and then she jumped in. Mm -hmm. What is your best restaurant? All right, I'm, I'm looking through my Instagram feed right now, and I'm going to try to find one that isn't located here in the Gulch. No, you can just you say, can, your you can say your favorite. It's okay. We're just going to make it. We're just making it. So, so <laughs> before, before we moved to Nashville, and I like to joke with Michelle that we moved to the Gulch because of Kane Prime. Um, we had I had gone to Kane Prime a few times with some buddies, and I took Michelle there for a nice dinner when we had visited. So, like, we had visited Nashville a bunch before we moved, and, like, that's, like, you know, beginning to end one of the best meals um, that we've had is yeah. Kane Prime and continues to be all the time. Like that's kind of our go-to spot to celebrate anything or to blow off steam and have a, you know, treat ourselves to something nice. So um, when we ended up looking at apartments in Nashville, uh, Michelle lured me into the Gulch because we were actually looking in Germantown. She lured me into the Gulch with, hey, this is right by Kane Prime. And then we ended up um, moving to the Gulch and <laughs> well, <but often laughs> being right down the street. Super New York, right? Like my friends that mm -hmm. live in Brooklyn do not leave Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So I, I get it. It's cultural. We'll just say. <laughs> well, I mean, the Gulch is the Gulch because mm -hmm. of all the amazing things that it offers. I mean, it's it's yeah. an attraction. People go there because yeah. you literally have all the stuff he just now described. Mm -hmm. I when I lived in Hillsborough Village, like I loved Jackson's and I loved Fido and I loved Sam's Sports Bar and I loved mm -hmm. you know Bosco's. I would just go to all those places all the time because like hell, I can walk right there. It was right. amazing. So I totally with you. We're just talking shit. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Love all those picks. Those are fantastic picks. I think Kane Prime, you know, Kane Prime's one of those that kind of loses out on a lot of these things because there's so many new amazing restaurants. Look at Yolan mm -hmm. and the Continental and all these uh, amazing restaurants, 210 Jack and Butcher and Bee and and uh, Peninsula and Pelican and Pig. I mean, there's so many just amazing restaurants. City House. Ralph. That Ralph, Ralph, uh, yeah. There's there's a bunch of a really amazing restaurants and Kane Prime doesn't really get mm -hmm. the love because it's just been really good for so long and I like celebrating restaurants that have stood the test of time. Well, it's like mm -hmm. Husk. I mean, Husk is in that same category of like you don't hear it all that often because it's such a staple. The standing yeah. power is huge. So I like that you picked them. That's a good mm -hmm. pick, man. Yeah, I'll actually give you um, a couple categories really quick. I, I know I'm past my time slot here. That okay. um, I just want to mention. So, best fries was one of your one of the categories. I think okay. the Old Bay waffle plot fries over at um, Mother's Ruin, life changing. Never had them. Hundred percent. Um, I almost went there last weekend though. Literally, well, like if I'm in the area, if I'm in Germantown for whatever reason, um, I will stop off there and just pick up in order to go because it's mm -hmm. it's that good. Um, best bartender. 
too. Um, also want to throw out, uh, I know we talked about Best Bar, but he used to actually work at the Patterson house. His name is Alex. And apparently we were there uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Apparently he moved over to Rolf and Daughters. Um, so we haven't, Alex, um, don't know your last name, but you've always served us there. You always seem to remember the cocktails off the menu that we order, which is pretty awesome. Um, so we're going to come check check you out over at uh, Rolf and Daughters soon. Rolf and Daughters, I went on, what night did I go? I went last week. Anyway, um, the spaghetti is like unassuming, right? Oh my God, it's mm. unreal. Like it's the thing I was like, oh, it's spaghetti. It won't be. No, it was, it was unreal. Get the spaghetti. Real homemade spaghetti is really good. Yeah, but it's like olive oil and like it wasn't like a, I don't, I don't know. I was just like, they have so many beautiful options. And I was like, oh, I've had spaghetti. I'll be fine. And they sent it out, which was so nice of them. And uh, yeah, it was, that was special. It was so good. All right. Well, what else you got, Dan? I think that's all I got for you. Dude, thank you so much for coming on and taking time today. This is so much fun. And Jess Benfield says, Alex is the best, knows exactly what you're talking about. She goes, Dude, yes, he is the Alex, best. Alex, no last name, is amazing. <laughs> uh, but if you're Alex, give a little love. Go yeah. see him and let him know What's that uh, he was talked what? about. Yeah, he's super nice and just also an incredibly talented bartender. Um, any cocktail you want, any cocktail you need, you can make it for you. Well, I asked for his Instagram handle. So if she has it, we'll put it up here so everyone can go follow Alex. <laughs> and we're bringing back the Music City Roundup. So we're going to be talking about all of these things on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to bring Alex on to talk about like what is happening in the cocktail world right now. Because I don't know. Like I don't, I'm not out drinking. Like people like the guy like Alex, I want to get him on and learn what we should be ordering, what we should not be ordering, bartender etiquette type stuff. Like sure. Don't order a Miami Vice wherever you go. Are we still doing Fernet shots? Are bartenders still doing shots of Fernet? I don't know. I don't Fernet's know yet. Like a, I've set, I started. I set boundaries. I said no to that a few years ago, and I was like, I'm good. But I don't know if that's still a thing. We so For, we have Fernet's a like the really bad vodka. No, no, it's no, like no. A, Fernet. It's like an aperitif. Fernet oh, oh, okay. So we used to have in our fantasy football league. <laughs> Excuse me. Whoever finished last, like dead last. The next, we the winner always get to pick whatever kind of keg of beer they wanted for the draft for the next year, and whoever lost the league had to drink a pint of the nastiest liquor that we could come up with, right? So sixteen ounces, of the nastiest liquor, and every year it was Fernet because it's just so bad. And then it's it really became bad. like a thing that people started drinking it like on purpose. Yeah, and we had this whole joke like people are drinking this shit like it's horrible. It's not. It's not my favorite. Dan, we thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, this was fun. Thank you for letting us make fun of the Gulch a little bit. Yeah, no, that's fine. Honestly, if you're promoting this to every other like city in the country, like every fucking weekend, sorry, bleep button, um, there's a million bachelorette parties here. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you just give them all these picks and they'll have fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you Dick soon. Brandon. Yep. Nice to meet you, Jeff. All right, guys. You Bye -bye. too. I want to right. say thank you to Michelle also yes. for jumping in there with her comments throughout. Mm -hmm. Michelle, who also runs Wicked Tasty. Uh, follow them. Go find Wicked Tasty. He also has a podcast, by the way. Oh, we didn't get to talk about Yeah, that. Wicked Tasty has a podcast. So if you are so inclined to vote for your favorite podcast, if that's what it is, yeah. that would be a good second place vote next to Nashville <laughs> Restaurant Radio. All right. Uh, Molly Gray... Uh, is the Nashville mom Nashville house mom? Yeah, 
and she is going to jump in. She's going to join us right now. Hey, guys. hey Molly. Hi. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Can't complain. Can't complain. So Thanks for having me. Have you been listening along? I have been. Yes. I just wanted to kind of get an idea so I didn't have to repeat or, you know, bore everybody with my repeated answers. Wait, is this? Are, hold on. This is going to sound Molly silly. Is. Did I meet you at uh, Tennessee Women's Connect? Probably. I think I met you there and it was at Brentwood uh, 55 South. Yes, I went to that one. Yeah. I mean, that was a girlfriend. That's all. Well, it's Nashville. So small world. It all kind of always connects, comes back around. Absolutely. (laughs) And within like what, a month and a half, just came back around. Well, I also wasn't doing this then. So, okay. It's so, yeah. Hi to both of us again. (laughs) Hey, well, it works out. So I see. Yeah. You you too. (laughs) So, Molly, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet you. Hi, I'm Brandon. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually your podcast. Sorry. <laughs> it's ours now. I'm, I'm excited that you're here. Thank you. Um, she makes the show 10 times better anyway. <laughs> the people that tune in to listen to her. Um, Molly, tell us about what you do at Nashville House Mom. Like, in just kind of give us a like the 90 second elevator speech. Yeah, so elevator pitch right now. I am a lifestyle manager and producer. I started Nashville House Mom, which is a hospitality-driven concierge and private chef service specializing in organizing project management, such as home projects, moving, random things you don't really have time to do, and as well as event planning. I started it because I travel and I like to see the best of where I'm going. And you sit down with the first bartender and you ask them, hey, what's good? And they list nothing that you've put on your list that you've spent months researching. So I started Nashville House Mom as a play on the fraternity and sorority house mom. Okay. Yeah. And so COVID happened and it started turning into more of a personalized service for locals. Mm -hmm. But uh, I am ultimately, if someone can't get into a restaurant or kind of has, they're in a pickle and they don't know where to go, people do come after that and kind of say what's going on in Nashville. And those bachelor parties keep me busy too. So that's always great. I'm sure. So yeah. you're absolutely one of the best people for this show. Yeah. Well, I like you, you really know. <laughs> yeah. I went to culinary school, but I always found uh, by the time I got into intern my internships, I liked friend house. You can't keep this quiet. So <laughs> I was like, I don't think they want me in the kitchen for that long. <laughs> I awesome. love it. Okay, so do you have any best ofs that are off the top of your head that you want to just throw out there? You yeah, I made a real list. If that's let's go. Let's let's, okay. let's do with your list. Tell us what you got. What this Perfect. is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm excited too because I like to talk about food. So put me on. Here we go. All right. So something I was shocked by too. Two Ten Jack is always like your. I lived above it for two years, so I ate there once to twice a week. So it's one of those I kind of forget to tell people about too. Cause that was my like Monday night dinner. Cause they're not open on Sundays when you want them. Mm-hmm. Those crab noodles, Jessica knows what she's doing, but best overall, no one mentioned urban grub. That's true. Urban grub today at all. No. Clutch. Like you have Will Schultz's beverage program. The beverage director is doing insane things. They're constantly rotating new ideas, him as well as the chef, chef will level. And then you have their pastry chef, Alyssa, I forgot her last name. I'm sorry, Alyssa. But she's just, I mean, I don't know how she does it and keeps it going. It's always fresh, great ingredients, local products, and it's a Nashville restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. JP and the lunch program is insane, too. So are you picking them for best brunch? I'm picking them as best restaurant. That is, okay. So you're picking them. That is your best restaurant pick. Yeah, that is my solid 
It's okay. across the board. The service is great. The food is always hands-on. You can go there from picking a $14 item to spending as much as you want, like you're going to Yolan if you want, but you're being conservative for your guests, but it's just overall, it's not a bad time. Like your their charcuterie program that they do in-house is one of a kind too. And then yeah. I'm from Nashville. Pardon me? Their outdoor area too is like so And their midnight too. Their late night menu is the best in town as well. So I'm very biased, but all my friends were like, hey, Urban Grub, you talk about all the time. I'm like, there's a reason. It's just always spot on and consistent. And you just know you're going to have a good time. And then a bunch of bartenders sit around the bar at the end of the night. So you always are going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. The best one. Um, I just want to say, Jess, Jess Benefield just chimed in on the comments and said, hi, Molly. We miss having you all the time. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I have to definitely come back. I'm just down the street. There's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not there every week like I used to. I used, I feel like I paid them more than I paid any yes at one point. Um, you did mention Mr. Aaron's goods. I love them. They yes. are so good. Um, I also do private chef services. I If I have enough time heads up, I'm always there. That is who I get delivered all my products. I'm a big believer of someone from Nashville to try to keep it in the family and within the community. And so that is definitely one of my biggest coaches is he's great. And then, uh, and anything family owned, you have a little bit more of a personal touch with. Oh yeah. Yes. And then uh, with family owned, you've got the meet and three Arnold's, which mm -hmm. we've talked about a little bit. And they have that after dark and a brunch scene going, but that family's great. Uh, let's see. Continental. Great. Sean's like, I mean, he's insane, not from Nashville, but he's talented. He's very generous with the community, which is always wonderful. And then you have Jonathan Howard there doing their beverages. And I believe he was with Strategic, too. So he is, I mean, one. Of the t him and Will Schultz are the best in town, creating bar programs. And then Yolan, best service, knowledgeable, and best, I don't know, Italian food for sure. <laughs> well, I know that Kathy Montana will appreciate that because she heads the service yes. in wine program there and uh, with her husband, Tony, but this Jonathan Howard and Will Schultz, these are people that I got to get on the show because I like talking to beverage managers because we I talked to so many both. chefs, oh, yeah. many restaurant owners. Mm -hmm. I want to get more into the beverage program and I'm glad you're bringing up their names because yeah, yeah. the beverage programs are so important in places and the chef gets all the love and we love the chefs, but like these guys put in a ton of work, time and energy and they're crafting these cocktails very similar to dishes. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, the amount of time and execution and balancing the profile of flavor flavors. I mean, it's just chef's job. It's just it's a pastry chef has a different job than the head chef. It's all a different chemistry of how your brain works. And I think you mentioned before having bartenders on to kind of say the do's and don'ts and kind of you'll get that. And beverage directors were your old bartenders that slowly, usually they're more behind the scenes. So you don't even know who's really behind your drinks. Yeah. You know, they're the in and out and you might see the ghost shadow of them as they're leaving. Mm -hmm. And um, but, yeah, no, what Will and Jonathan are doing, you know, they're the, the guys on the scene that are really just bringing it up on every level for sure. I love it. Where's um, Where he's going? Bastion. You, we've mentioned Bastion a few times. Well, it's actually my pick and I wasn't allowed to give it yet, but it's my okay. favorite. I love it so much. It's your best <laughs> bar. And my best bar. Yeah. I can give a list of just everything like, you know. Capra's great, Patterson's great, but Bastion is sexy, it's intimate, mm -hmm. and that price point, I mean, you are spinning around, I think I believe 100 right now ahead for just the seating for dinner, 
But I mean, you're getting that catbird experience. It's sexier because you're not in a bright kitchen and you're just, it's more approachable a little bit. And I just, I just have a phenomenal time every time I go and you feel great. Like it's a great date. You feel intimate, you know, it's secluded, it's dark. I will say Johan's a little bright. So for a date night, you're kind of like, okay, well, I'm definitely at a chef's tasting, but Bastion, you're like cozy and intimate. It's really nice. Yeah. I love Bastion. And I love that you can go to the big bar and just like have a few cocktails and some nachos and play games. Like I, I love Bastion so much. Yeah, it's I love in the record spinning, mm-hmm. the little crickle pop that you hear like in the rotation in the back is always really nice. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, another date night which has the best Asian is Oku. For sure. I love Oku. That I I yeah. I fangirl for Oku. I love it yeah. so much. My husband's Japanese and that place has blown us away. Like we've brought we love it so much. That's mine, like you know, that's my impress if someone knows the like you know birthday dinner like we're taking Molly Doku that's yeah. where I'm going. yeah it's I love fun, it yeah. the new Asian Sunda and he they're one of the, they have one of the best chefs Mike from mm-hmm. Sunda um he, I mean he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet with the best laugh in the world but that Sunda's brunch programs too like if you're not trying to do that traditional loveless cafe heavy breakfast they're a really fun brunch you know that's different yeah. see loveless is my pick because I live one mile from the loveless. Well, Loveless, we say, takes a year off your life, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Getting it to 7.05 after they open, you can just walk in and sit right down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. The, our family, the men of the house would go there with their coffee, and then they come back into the family. Yes. Uh, I think so the food room also. There you go. Yeah. I'm trying to think, um, Cater, um, Hot Iron Fire Events. You have Edgar, who's on that, who's another Nashville local guy. He went to Leaf Hillsboro. Um, he also is a, uh, he's been a chef in town for many years, for decades. But that, they'll bring a whole smoke pit to Edgar who? Edder, Edgar Pen, no, Pennington. Penley? Pen, yes, yeah. But he, he was the original yeah. chef at Urban Grove when they first opened. Exactly. And I used to work at Sperry's, and he used to be a chef at Sperry's, too. So he I'm was the opening chef at Cool Springs. Yeah. And I used to manage Cool Springs. It's very really, yeah. Which is one of the best happy hours in town. Half off oh, yeah. You can't, you know, you can't go wrong with those things. Well, we Other just had Sam Sanchez on last week. We were talking <laughs> yeah, a lot about. Yeah, yeah, they're wonderful. I love him and Bob and Al. They've. Um, I did my internship for culinary school at the Sam's and Sperry's. Nice. They're very kind. Yeah, they're really good people. Very cool. Yeah. Love it. What else is on my list? Coffee Americano. No one talked about that. That one's really fun in Wedgwood, Houston. Mm-hmm. Never been. Mm-hmm. Small. It's cute. You know, it's right next to Bastion. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have a favorite neighborhood. And then um, Wine Store, Woodlands. Wine oh, yeah. Woodland is beautiful. Yeah. Wine List, Lou. You've got Roth and Daughters. That organic wine is always fun. Mm-hmm. And then Dive Bar, Billiards, and Lucky's. I've not been to those, but I don't, I don't bar very often. <laughs> you know, this is why we're, because we're yeah. like old people. Okay. Oh, I am. You're not. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> well, you're a mom, which. I'm, I'm not going to say how many years younger than you I am, but like, you're kidding right now. I'm going to get hit here in just a moment. But the point of the show where that left arm is just going to come across. I am a lefty, so. Wow. Sorry, Molly. <laughs> world you are a mom i think that's where you lost it i know yeah you're like oh i just like you're like eight months old i'm not 
Like yeah. I'm new at this. I'm a cool yeah. mom. It's okay. Yeah, I, I literally have the I'm a cool mom shirt. If that doesn't prove my coolness, I don't know. There, 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 All right. <laughs> Do you have a best barbecue pick? That's hard. I don't. I feel like I'm a naturally more wits because I'm from here. But I really enjoy Martin's barbecue. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoy their. Bar- they have great sides. They do. I, I remember going to the like original one in Nolansville, like a long time ago, mm-hmm. trying to sell them produce and just like, well, I guess I'll eat here. I was like, damn, yeah, this yeah. is good. And there was and nothing in Nolansville with farms then. Like <laughs> it's grown up a lot. It's crazy what Nolansville has done. Like it's a whole city now. You can tell me what's there and I might know the area, but I don't, I don't know like where it is on a map. <laughs> South of Franklin. Oh, then I've probably been. <laughs> See, I think of Nolansville as the zoo because I was. Oh, it's Nolansville Road. Yeah, people oh, like, oh, Nolansville. I'm like, oh, by the zoo. And I got in trouble. I actually catered a party and I just like did one of those. And then it was like deep, deep Franklin. I was like, oh, no, this is not what I think of as in Nolansville. <laughs> <laughs> no, D- totally different area. It's <laughs> no, about 45 minute difference. <laughs> yes, much different area. Yeah, much different area. Like, yeah, nine days. Um, I love Matt Stansel just posted here on a comment saying Honey Fire Barbecue. Have you been to Bellevue? You've been to Honey Fire? No, but I love Matt. If you ever need your knife sharp, you have to go to Matt. Yes. There you go. <laughs> a little love for if there was a best knife sharpener. He would have. Uh, for sure. Matt's the winner. Matt <laughs> Stansel. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Matt. Right. Uh, yeah. D- Dylan Young says the Americano has awesome tapas. Mm-hmm. They do. And um, they actually have a black and tan ice kind of coffee situation that's really fun and then Americano and Pinewood play with um, liquor too in their spirit and their coffee drinks so that's always kind of fun late night wise I don't know how late Americano is open though okay what about best hot chicken so I make a joke out of this because I'm like princess because you have to be OG but Hattie B's marketing team like hands off like hats off to you guys like your marketing team is fantastic I heard somewhere yeah. Prince's started it and Hattie B's perfected it. And I am of that mindset. Yeah. I'm just, I, I actually put that in my notes when I send out the big national spiel. I'm mm-hmm. like, Prince's is the original. Hattie B's has better marketing. You pick your pick. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, well, I don't, Prince is a little too hot for me too. Mm-hmm. So like I, Hattie B's, I don't know. It's just better for me, but also we live, we go to Bishop's a lot, which is the B in Hattie yeah. B. So, okay. And Bishop's, I like their barbecue stuff. Mm-hmm. Bishop's yeah. is great. Yeah, I like more of their barbecue. And I'm I'm biased. I don't really enjoy hot chicken. I like Publix fried chicken. Girl, like, I love Publix. Like, I love for like, yeah, every time, like, I'm, they know me. Like, I go in there and I get, like, individual pieces mm-hmm. every time I grocery shop. It's amazing. Yeah, my husband has me do that, too. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, moving right along. <laughs> Best pizza? Dasada's is good. All right. Very good. At, you know, now they have them in the food hall too, which is really cool that Fifth and Broad, they mm-hmm. actually, instead of getting McDonald's and the traditional guys, they really tried getting as local as possible. So you have Tisano's mm-hmm. in there, you have the Donut Slurry, you have um, Tyson. Ideas, you have Prince's. Prince is actually in the food hall, right up below 60 Vines. And 60 Vines has a great wine menu. Cool. It's very similar to the Barcelona structure where you can get mm-hmm. flights in smaller um, pours. So you can, I think, I think it's like 2.5, five ounce and an eight ounce pour at 60 vines. So that's kind of fun that you can kind of play around with their menu. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think we need to have Molly back on and do like a full show with her. Yeah, definitely. I think we need to learn all about what you're doing and like how it works and like mm-hmm. all of your recommendations for the city. We need to like pretend like we're coming to Nashville. I feel like we'd have to be cooler first though, because we haven't been to a lot of the places she's named. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just getting show ideas right okay. now. I'm like, oh shit. I have the whole list down of all these people she's talking about. I'm like, how do I not know these people? Yeah. What is going on here? This is beautiful. <laughs> It's, you know, you just go and talk and be like, hey, who's actually doing this idea concept? You know, like mm-hmm. Old Glory and 308 that Lex is doing, she's the, the most idea behind it. And she's yeah. behind Flamingo. And so you grab this one person, Will Schultz, they're also doing at Urban Grub Buttermilk Ranch. So you'll Perfect. see the same kind of people get behind a project, Edgar. Edgar's doing insane things. He helped Arnold with their bar. He also is a huge part of Urban Grub still to this day. And he's part of Buttermilk Ranch. So it's really special. And- Tenfold yeah. brewing. Yeah, that's huge. And then you have uh, Will Lovell, who's the chef at Urban Grub. He went and trained and worked at Roth and Daughters. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge, huge connection between Nashville's very incestual or synergistic, whatever you want to put it as. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we missing here so far? Did you give us a best mm-hmm. chef? I can't say that. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. do that. I'm not going to. I'll whisper. I'll. Private chat, you guys, when maybe we'll go get wine and we'll talk about that. There you go. <laughs> I have a list of them. So I just feel like if I started talking, I don't want to make anyone feel like they're at the top or bottom. I think yeah. they're all wonderful. What uh, RJ's doing some really cool stuff at State Stephen. I did it. Actually, Matt and I went to this uh, tasting with, with um, RJ. And Chef mm-hmm. RJ, give it, it's a Grateful Dead bar. And my dog's named after Jerry Garcia. So I'm a little biased, but he's doing some cool things. I like a carrot gelato graham cracker. It was just weird and it was fun. I love their steak night. They do all kinds of really cool stuff over there. Yeah, they did some, I mean, I had like a Parmesan gelato with like caviar. I don't know. It was like, I didn't even know what I was eating and it was great. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Okay, uh, best new restaurant. Hmm, that one's hard. I'm like, who's new right now? I just, I feel like I just put this down. Well, I think Yolan is oh. a, they're a little farther. The Continental. Yeah. The Continental, I think right now for what, so Yolan and Continental, what they're doing for the national scene is just insane. I mean, that is, you're getting New York, LA, Dubai type of knowledge almost, like almost there, but you're getting that service in Nashville, which is just incredible. Before, you know, what it was it, um, Mir- not Mirror District, it was uh, Watermark, was like the only top restaurant like 15 years ago. And now, oh man, like, <laughs> Joe Shaw, like, Watermark. It was just like Taste and Watermark. Those were like your big, big guys. And then now it's Audrey's going to open up, which that's going to be freaking huge. And, you know, and then there's a huge development that's going to happen in the Gulch here soon. So it was, you know, always turning around. But Yolan, I think, oh, is yeah. one of my favorite new ones. Well, I, love, I know Jeremy Barlow is going to love that taste reference. Yeah. Well, SoCo, and um, have you seen that on 12 South, the insert chef sign? Yeah, no, that's him. Yeah. yeah. That's like he's, you'll see him, like you'll walk down um, 12 and he'll be outside eating like pasta out of a saute pan. It's just, I love it. <laughs> he's the best. He yeah. has a ice cream too. He's doing the whole thing. There's like he's fries and ice cream. Yeah. I wrote that's that amazing. down. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, he's, he's one of, he's a dude that I've known. Gosh, I think I met date him yourself? in 2005. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to sell him produce at Taste. And uh, oh, we had a love hate relationship back then. But <laughs> I love the guy. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Back when Taste was, uh, that was a neat little place. It's now a, is it Jay Christopher's? Yeah. 
I'm sad to hear that. Sad I, know, that I, I get a little sad. I'm glad it's like people are doing well there, but it's like, you know, in Granite Market Lab, there's just like those little touches that you're like, it was so different and so cool and new for Nashville. And like, it really started the Nashville food scene. Well, I wrote, it did. And he was doing, he did, he was the first green restaurant. Yeah. And then, but like Hillsborough Village is one of those places to me that just makes me sad because I love the villager and I love Jackson yeah. and I love Bosco's and Sam's. And Sam's? yeah, I used to know, live on Fairfax. No, yeah, it's not. And uh, Pangea, if you're a woman, I mean, Pangea was my favorite. I, I wrote a whole post about how heartbroken I was when that closed. Every I time it. I go by it, I'm like, mm -hmm. I feel like my heart sinks a little bit. I'm like, oh, and the, there's signs not even there. You know how they had the yeah. wall mm -hmm. art? They're the first one that had wall art in Nashville. <laughs> they were. Yeah, that's a true story. Mm -hmm. They're the I first like the like, mural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so no best chef. Best, best new bar? restaurant. I what about um, best happy hour? Did you not say best happy hour? Well, I, I said Sperry's because they do okay. like martinis. Um, North Italia, it's, I mean, it's corporate, but you can't beat their bottle and board. I think it's around $25 for a giant charcuterie board and a bottle of wine. Oh, really? wow. That's good deal. Mm -hmm. um, but best bars, we didn't do that one, I don't think. Um, Pearl Diver is fun. I mean, I you feel there. It is super yeah. fun. It's so cute. Jamie's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Corey's great. Um, and then Attaboy, I mean, they're mm -hmm. another, it's a New York bar, but there are, I think, only two in the United States. Attaboy, you've got Camille and Riley there, who are some of the best bartenders in town. Camille, mm -hmm. I think, was at Folk. She was at ba uh, Patterson beforehand. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're insane. Uh, Attaboy, you walk up and you say what you're just feeling, and they'll just make craft a cocktail for you. My friend Michael McCollum's also a uh, bartender there. He's super talented. I mean, you have to be talented to be there. It is yeah, absolutely. That is a whole other level of, I mean, that's like chef level, but mixed yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like I've learned a lot here today. Yeah, you took a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, my my notes are insane for today's episode. Like I'm just like all into yeah. it. Um, right you. Molly, it has been awesome talking with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. It was nice to see you again. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I'll have to see you at another Women's Connect. Yeah. Which is for anyone in Nashville and women that are just trying to meet people or get business out there. It's it's really nice. It's very nice women. It's not competitive. Yeah. It is very women supporting women, which is like, yeah. I, I that's the hill I'll die on. Well, we just hosted one at Mary We hosted Bowl. one, yeah. And we're going to host, we want to host another one after we do our bar relaunch and stuff like that. So we're going to host okay. again. Yeah, we'll have to have you come in when we do our relaunch. We're opening a speakeasy inside of Maribel probably mid-October. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you have me for that. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm letting a little bit of the cat out of the bag. Yeah. It's late in the show. Nobody's listening anymore. Uh, but that's going to be happening. Uh, yeah. We're pretty excited about all the cool stuff that we've got going on in our little restaurant. There's so. a lot happening. Well, I definitely have to direct people there because the only real bar in Williamson County that I really rave about is Cork and Cow. That's my pick for that's best bar. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, my home. Awesome. Yeah, I love them. Great. Mm -hmm. All right. It's time for us to do our picks. Okay. And Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we will definitely be in touch. Oh, for sure. Well, I'm excited to see you guys in the future. You guys have a good one. All you right. too. Thank Bye, you girl. so much. All right, okay. here we are. We are we are at the moment now. Okay. So you guys are there. Thank you all for, for hanging out and listening. We're doing a full two-hour show today. This is lots of fun. I think I've learned a lot today. I definitely have. This has been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think that the, the, the thing I'm going to tell you is that I'm going to be just as political as everybody else when it comes to these answers. Okay. I don't think I am because here's the thing. We know everybody's great. Mm -hmm. Like we don't talk about bad restaurant. I mean, we talk about them like over text. We don't like publicly talk about them. when I tell you I had a bad meal, like, you know, I had a bad meal. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like on the show, we would never do that. So like, we know all the places we talked about today are incredible. We know that the people we talked about today are incredible, but these are just the ones that make you feel warm and fuzzy. And that's okay. It's okay yeah. to have a couple of, I mean, you only married, you only married one person. I only married one person. You can have a favorite. That's right. Mm -hmm. I do have a lots of favorites. So that we're just going to give our best, the, the, we're going to give like the best picture, best director, best actor, best <laughs> actress, right? Okay. I still think costume is important, but yes. Nobody cares about the costume. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Guys, do you have comments out here? If you're watching the Oscars, are you <laughs> hanging out when the best costume designer walks up and gives their speech? Are you hanging going, oh my gosh, okay. I can't believe that she sewed ruffles onto that. Like, okay, listen, anyone that watched Peaky Blinders or Downton Abbey or Bridgerton, like the costumes are vital. They're amazing. I'm with you. I just don't want to watch them win the award. I want to see the best actor. I want to see the best actress. I want to see the uh, leading actress in the best, whatever, the the actress in a supporting role. Okay. It's like I eat the 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 edge of the brownie and you're just eating the center. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, we got 10 minutes. All right. Go ahead. Tell us the best. All right, Jess. Jess, you're saying 100%. Who are you agreeing with, Jess? <laughs> yeah. Are you agreeing with me that let's just, let's just get, oh, damn. She says <laughs> costumes all the way. It's so important. Okay. Okay. Cinematography. I mean, I listen, I think there's value in everything, but personally I care about the costumes more than the cinematography, but Brian or Kenji would totally ignore me. Definitely not you. <laughs> and just as she's citing, definitely not with me. We and should you know have what? open comments all the time. This is. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we could do interviews with open comments. Yeah, be great. I like it. Uh, I love doing live shows. And if you like live shows, we're going to do another live show on Sunday. Well, I guess I'm going to be on. You'll probably be on date night. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night from 7 to 8 o'clock, we're talking about Anthony Bourdain and Brandon's book club. And then mm -hmm. from 9 to 11, it's just like the end of the show. We're talking shift. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just a lot of fun. And we just kind of BS around. So let's start with best new restaurant. Best new restaurant for you, Jen? Well, I haven't been to any of the cool places they were saying that they're all new to me, right? Because in 2020, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And now I have eight month old. So, like, I thought Oku was new, and somebody's like, we've been here two years. I'm like, wow. So, um, I'm out for that. I, I'm excited to go. I'm most excited to go to the Continental. Okay. I'm with that. Okay. I'm are you going to say them too? I th yeah, I think I'm most excited to go to the Continental. And then I think I'm most excited, if you were to say best new restaurant trend, is mm -hmm. pop-ups. Yeah. I think that all of the different pop-ups, like El Abrije, to me, mm -hmm. when Edgar opens his own restaurant, it's going to be one of the best restaurants in the city. The stuff he's doing is so damn good. And then he's doing it at Bastion on Sundays and Mondays. Yeah. Uh, but El Abrije, I think is going to be the best restaurant like in the city when it opens up. He is just a, a solid, solid dude. Um, best new bar. I had autos down because I love the owners and I love sure. um, that place. You're not really going out to new bars. No, I don't, I don't um, do anything new. Best chef. Okay, so I do want to, I am a little, not trying to be political, I just am a little torn between 
I love all three of them as people, and I think they're all so talented. So Josh Haberger, Trevor Moran, and Jake Howell from Peninsula. Yeah, this is a really tough one. Um, it's just a really tough one because I'm going to say somebody who I think is an amazing chef. There are so many amazing chefs, but this guy, I choose him because of what he does, not only in the kitchen, but for what he does for his staff, okay. how he runs a business and what he does for his community. Okay. And that's how Holden Beach. Okay. From Lachlan Table. And mm -hmm. nobody's mentioned Lachlan Table today. I love Lachlan Table. But Lachlan Table, I think, is one of the best restaurants in this entire city. And what they do with their community hour, what they've continued to do through their entire, the whole pandemic. Yeah. Kara and and um, Hal are just the most amazing people all around. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to say about Chef because, like I said, Josh Haberger, yeah. all these guys, they're amazing. Um, Brian Baxter, Oh. Brian Lee Weaver, Margot McCormick, Tandy Wilson, mm -hmm. uh, you've just got everybody, Philip Craddock, everybody so out many. there. Yeah, there's we have there's so some many. amazing people. Uh, Jessica Benefield, I mean, I'll lump her into that. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Jess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go Hal because um, yeah. he's, he's just like one of the most amazing people I've ever known. Best restaurant. I mean, it's for me. It's Oku. I I love Oku. I that pl that was the first place I'd been to in a long time. That I was like, wow, this is special, and it's different. And top to bottom, it was great. Like service, food, we drink mocktails. Those it all of it was just incredible. So uh, that is probably the most excited you've been after eating in a long time. Calling me saying, yeah, I literally interrupted date night, like, and I was like, look yeah, at all these. <laughs> yeah, she's like texting me in the middle of her date night, going, yeah. you have got on my husband's check. phone because mine was dead. I was yeah. like, <laughs> uh, definitely something that is. Uh, uh, Jess Benefield just jumped in and said, I know Nashville is so full of amazing chefs, but she says Trevor Moran is the best. He's so great. Doesn't think any national chef would disagree. Um, best new restaurant. I think you could put uh, Locust in there. Oh, I mean, that was a tough Locust one. Locust is incredible. Yeah. So I'm going to say my best restaurant. Oh, gosh, and it's so tough. I mean, you can't pick one. I mean, you really can't pick one because there's so many unique mm -hmm. things that people do. But the one restaurant that I've eaten at that I left and I was completely floored well, I know by what you're gonna say. every single course. Well, there's two. Um, and I would, I would put them I'm in gonna a tie. I'm going to type my answer in here, and you can't look. It's Yolan. No, it wasn't going to be. And Bastion. That. I thought you were going to say The Optimist. No, The Optimist is, uh, no, The Optimist is good. I yeah. really enjoyed The Optimist. It was excellent. It was a great meal. Uh, Chef Ryder over there did a really good job. But Yolan, mm -hmm. I walked out of the restaurant, and I felt like, I'm like, we're, we're still in Nashville. Yeah. Like, I thought that I left our city, and I was in Chicago, and I had an amazing dinner and then I left and I was in Nashville. I was like, how do we get to Nashville so fast? Right. But it was really one of those dining experiences that blew my mind mm -hmm. that attention to detail and the amount of time and energy and creativity it took mm -hmm. to make those meals and to do the things that they did was I, I as somebody who operates restaurants, yeah. like I appreciate every single thing that went into that, which right. is, like Kate was saying, Nashville food fan was saying what they did at the Continental. That was, that was, Just she was blown away. Like what they did mm -hmm. was beyond what is the, the, when people exceed your expectations, not only like just they exceed your expectations, but then when you leave and you're in awe 
of the creativity mm -hmm. that somebody thought to do those things. Right. It, it, it inspired me. It inspired well, me when I left that dinner. And that to me is something that is hard to do. Well, and it's creating new expectations. Like now, anytime you go somewhere really great, it's like, was it a good deal one? Was it not? You know, so that's a really special thing. I feel the same way about Bastion though. Like when I, I, when I eat at Bastion, like leaving Bastion is, I mean, mm. it's a close one too. I mean, it's right there, neck and neck. I mean, yeah. I feel like what Josh is doing is second to like almost nobody. I love and him. he's amazing. Trevor probably too, but I mean, they're, they're both. Yeah, I got, I mean, I was lucky to work for both of them. And I just, the, the way they treat staff is special. I mean, in this city, it is more common, right? For chefs to be good people that then that's incredible, Yeah. but just, they are, they are really special with it. And like, I'm allergic to shellfish and fish. And so both of those and tree nuts, right? So for both of those <laughs> restaurants, like that's kind of a hurdle that is. and neither of them ever make me feel like a nuisance or like I'm in the way. Like they were, they always go out of their way to, to take care of me. And I, I just think that's really kind. So. All right. So I think that that's it for our picks. Those were yeah. the big ones. If you want to, do you want to do like best bagel or best pizza or best burger? Anything no, like I'm that? good. My best bar is cork and cow. That's my home. That's my home base. Best <laughs> bar cork and cow. And yeah. I'm going to say, if you haven't had the brunch at Maribel, it's, it's amazing. I do my own Homer pick. Oh, then I should do mine too. A soy bistro is by far my best restaurant. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, but the brunch at Maribel is a big buffet. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a whole experience mm -hmm. in the home and everything. We love it. Yeah. So everybody, thank you for joining us. My kids have come in to join the, the <laughs> podcast at this point. We are so excited that you joined us in the show. Thank you so much, you guys. This was really fun. I haven't gotten to do a live show. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks. Here we go. Now yeah. we know how to do it. We're going to do more of them. And we will see you this coming Sunday night for Brandon's Book Club at 7 o'clock. And then we're talking shift with Alex Wincoast and Michael Hanna at 9. Let everyone know when the boats are in by. When do they need to be in? September the 7th by 12 o'clock midnight, I believe, is when you have to have your votes in. And we obviously would love for you to vote for us for best podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do too much promotion on it. If you would be honored, we've hopefully given you 19 other categories for you to pick. Yeah. You have to pick 20. Thank you, Nashville Scene, for doing this. Mm -hmm. um, we love that they do the best in Nashville every year. We, of course, won one last year. Mm -hmm. uh, a writer's pick, Chris Chamberlain, gave us best inside restaurant podcast, insider's restaurant podcast, mm -hmm. which I was really honored by and super humbled by. And, um, we thank you all for listening. Thank you all of our guests for joining us today. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I always end every show and say, we hope that you guys are being safe out there. Wear a mask and please go get vaccinated. Um, love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.